Turn the Hey, all right, we are back. So what up, Shelly? Shelly, I know. Spencer, what happened? Everyone was so doom and gloom. The markets are crashing, yada, yada. And, and NASDAQ's up what, 2% today? Uh, well, let's, let's, pull up, let's pull up a chart. You, you, you want to go QQQ? We can go QQQ. We, we can go QQQ here. This is, a, this is a long. Let's go to an interday chart. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> it's buy the dip and sell the rip, right? Uh, it's just kind of the way it is. Well, let's go back. All right, so can we go back to a daily chart on the queues real quick yeah. and go back to um, what about so right there in, in September when we had that last dip? I, f I feel like it was kind of similar at that time. That, People were like this guy? Well, from the top up there yeah that guy yeah i mean okay. that whole move down i think that was a lot of people saying oh my god the, you know finally these markets are done time to sell like we've we've had so much strength for 18 months now you know now we're finally getting that drawback and then wouldn't you know it we hit all-time highs like the following month we've had a few other small corrections up there when we were more just choppy for a few months straight but um i i think it's more of the same yeah that's kind of where i'm at too it, it, the only reason like the QQQ is like super notable here is because if you're into labels, then um, you would have noted that the that the Nasdaq was like officially in what is like a, a market correction. A correction is just when you fall ten percent. So we are ten. We were at least ten percent off of the all time high uh, in the um, QQQ, which which makes this um, technically a correction, um, but. It's just it's it's by the dip it's all the rip it's it, it's that's that's what this is so um you know broad based rally let's let's go to like a a watch list of a whole market today that I I love to do I've got this watch list here broad based rally every single sector in the green I don't even know the last time we, we we've seen that uh, it's just one of those days so yesterday everything in the red except for like energy I think right. Today, everything in the green. It's just the way it is. It's back and forth. Uh, I mean, yeah, it sounds simple, and, and it, it is easier said than done. Buying dips, selling rips. This today, right now, is probably not the worst time to throw in a couple shorts. If you've got anything that you are up in, you know, on, on a short-term basis, consider selling, you know, on a day like today. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't really like any shorts right here. But this is this is what how you. But this is how you approach it. This is the market, right? Just look at. We can look at the spy too. I mean, um, this is this is what the market is. It, it it goes down. It goes up. It goes down. It goes up. It goes down. It goes up. It it's stuck in this range. You you sell on days like today. You sell into strength. You buy into weakness. That's what has worked for the last three months now. Um, so that's what maybe two months. That's what you do. That's how you do this. So that would be my, my broad take for today. Shelly's busting my chops on DWAC. I did look at it for a hot second there. Um, oh, wow. 83. Yeah, see, I screwed this up in more ways than one, right? Today is the kind of day that you sell into, right? Not yesterday like I did, right? Um, don't want to do that. So and I I did all the wrong things. I bought it on a, on a green day, I sold on a red day. It should have been the other way around, right? So that's that's just that's the same rules apply across the board. I, I'm curious about like Coke and Pepsi here, because Coke and Pepsi made all time highs yesterday. These are the kind of moves, and I know we talk about never wanting to short stocks at all time highs, but like 
If you're if you're up in Coke, you're up in Pepsi, Mondelez, Hershey, any of these stocks. How's Campbell's Soup doing? How's CPB doing? Not quite the same. Kraft Heinz is is a is, is a dog. Kraft Heinz is a dog. Um, but like, what's the, um, what's the other one I'm thinking of? Uh, oh, uh, KDP, Curry, Dr Pepper. You know, you're long any of these things. I would. Definitely consider taking some profits. That's just me. That's just me. SJM. Thank you, Bob. How's SJM doing? Same thing. Same chart. If you're long, if you're long for like a long-term thing, then that's like a, that's a whole different beast. Obviously, if you're if you've been long SJM for five years, I'm not going to tell you to sell that right now. Even though SJM, wow. We're trying to get to that all-time high that was hit in in, in 2016. Um, but if, you, if, if you're in any of these things for trades, swing trades, day trades, I would strongly consider selling on a day like today. And then maybe you buy it back in a few days when we've dipped down back to 120 in SJM. Did you, have you checked out tan today at all? I'm sure it's higher. If everything is green, tan must be green. Oh, it's up 4%. Yeah, and look at some individual names in there. Sunrun, which was my uh, 2022 stock, stock of, the of the year. year. Yeah. Uh, first good day of the year so far, 10%. Let's go to a daily on Sunrun. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, this one, don't, I, I, I'm not worried at all. But we, we were just talking about, I mean, you were saying if you've been in these some of those food stocks long term. Um, speaking of long term investments right now, I think there are a lot of, of good opportunities in this space that have been uh, beaten down. I mean, if you just look at, we just looked at tan, but if you look at ICLN, uh, ICLN's down oh. more than 25% off its highs. I mean, under $20 a share. I, if, if you're looking for something to add to, to a portfolio that you're not going to sell for five, 10 years, I don't know why you wouldn't be looking at names like this, like yeah, tan, I, iClean. I, I could see that. Like, it, you know, if the, if you're looking for how to, you know, ways to put cash to work for the long term. It, you're not really going to cry about whether you, you know the price you got in five or ten years. You're not going to cry about nineteen versus fifteen. That being said, I feel like I'd rather wait. And I know this sort of flies in the face of what contradicts what I just said, but like the, this iClean, it just had a mass. I I, I almost bought iClean in 2020. I, that was on my, I, I had a huge shopping list of, of 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 things to buy. It was on my list. I ended up not not buying it. Um, and uh. I mean, it had this huge run up, and it's really it, it it it's come off a little bit. Obviously, we were at thirty, what all time high is thirty two, what is that, thirty three? I mean, yeah, 34. that's more than thirty three percent, thirty four. So yeah, we're down from thirty four to nineteen. So yeah, we're well off there. But think about where it was in twenty twenty. The thing was at twelve. So we've got a ways to go potentially. Um, if it's a long term thing, then you, again, you're not going to really care about nineteen versus eighteen versus fifteen. Um, but I, I definitely wouldn't take any take any short term trades here on, on, on iClean. Uh, I agree. I'm I'm talking specifically about yeah. something that you're looking for five ten years, and I don't know. I don't know if there's specific uh, sector news that why clean energy is all up right now. But I mean, everything is up. But it, it's everything worth noting that up. it's up more than relative. You know, showing relative strength. Is it? Well, so what are the Qs up? Qs are up one point five percent. Right, and then look at Tan and look at iClean. Okay, so what's Arc up though? ARKK is up five percent today. It's a growth. It's it's an everything rally day. That's what this is. Everything is rallying. So w when that happens, your high beta, your growth, 
is going to rally more. Tan is growth. iClean is growth. Uh, ARKK is growth. What's IBB doing today? Oh, my God. IBB sucks. IBB is such, is such a dog. It can't even go up on today. What? Oh, man. That's terrible. Well, I like so, Bor Born to be is saying Lulu's drastically oversold right now. Um, currently off its highs by about 30%. PE is still a little high, 50. I don't know if we care about that or not. I mean, it, th this will be an interesting trade, I think, because it's not its not really – it's been a growth stock, right? But it's not – I think it's more – like I wouldn't group it in that growth tech uh, category of these other growth stocks. So maybe this is one that kind of can perform well if we continue to see choppy markets in the, in the queues and growth in tech. Maybe, maybe here. I, I kind of want to. Uh, I, I want to pull up a different pro chart once I, I also. I, I have a new to... stock I've been looking at that I'm, I'm officially a new one. A new stock you, that I'm officially you can't do that. Has not. It's not in my portfolio. But this is uh, the first step to getting in my portfolio. It's officially added to my watch list. Do you want to share? Do we have a drum roll on here? What's going on? I don't think we do. It's very hard to see because of... right, it's a play in. Um, Aaron's new pick of the year. You heard it here first. No, I don't know if I'm calling it. Not pick of the year. But pick right. of the year, I'm, I'm sticking by Sunrun. Um, it's a educational tech company. Is it... Um, have we had them on the show? No. Oh. I don't believe so. Um, I don't know. What do you got? In structure holdings, ticker INST. So this company makes Canvas, which is widely the, the most widely used uh, software for, for universities and schools for, for like remote learning. Uh, we can see the stock got all the way up as high as uh, around almost $30 now back down at 20. Um, but, but this company has got a lot of things going for it. And I've just kind of started my research, so I don't want to speak too much of it right now, but I just wanted to let you guys know first adding it to the watch list. I will be back tomorrow with some more information, um, kind of a bull and bear case. I'll give both sides on this stock tomorrow. Okay. All right. I've never heard of this. Yeah, well. So, wait, wait. What is Canvas? I, I Canvas. It's a... Uh, what is that? It's like what... Uh, univer I used it in college, like before COVID was even a thing. It's what, like... What, yeah, what, is it, what does it do? It's like for class. Like you would have a... Maybe I used it. I don't even remember. It's been so yeah, long. Yeah, like we had Blackboard... I used Blackboard. And then we switched to Canvas like uh, halfway through college, and Canvas was like a million times better. Got it, got it, got it. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, a new ticker. And again, it was INST. Aaron's going to have more details for us tomorrow. Um, looking forward to that, Aaron. Yeah, because I, I want to uh, – I, I need to do a little bit more DD. Like this is one that just came across my radar last mm -hmm. night, and I liked mm -hmm. it on the first glance. But like I said, I'm not going to speak too much on it right now just because I haven't – uh, done that DD, but when I do, I will I will be here to deliver that straight to Zinger Nation. Um, go ahead, let me know what you guys what you guys think of it. Oh, Master Stonkstein, half his classes are on it. Canvas works really well. Course management system, awesome. platform. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's a. I, 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 one thing I worry about it is as we get back through COVID, like does this does it lose some value? Sure, but. The flip side is I was using Canvas in college before COVID was even a thing. Um, so I, I think it's one of those things that was going to be growing regardless, and COVID just kind of sped that growth, growth along. Um, but the growth is still there.
Um, I'm into it. I'm into it. Actually, we're going to speak to uh, one, not that company, but one company like that tomorrow on our, on our All Access show, which will be before this show. Um, very exciting for that. Um, hey, somebody mentioned SoFi. This, I have to admit, I got this one wrong. If you were taking a trade on SoFi uh, and you heard me the other day, I was, even though it was, it was a really good headline and I'm long the stock for a long-term thing, in the short term, I was not feeling great. I really wasn't. Uh, I was not feeling bullish on the short-term prospects of SoFi for this week. I thought we could probably see $12 um, again in the, in the next did couple you, of days. Did you see the caveat they gave SoFi? They granted them the banking license, but they gave them a, a condition? I have to admit that I didn't see that. So they basically said... I, I'm a bad investor. What, 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 what did it say? They basically I, said you can, you can get your banking license, but you can't do any of your banking through crypto. <laughs> uh that's funny um that, that's i don't know if that's that, bullish or bearish for the stock i don't really think it's either i'm still yeah. bullish so far long term um but what were you you were saying that you expected like a a, a move a sh, uh move downward in the short term yeah i was expecting us to go back to 13 dollars uh by today or tomorrow here we are the other way so i'm not gonna I'm certainly not crying about it. I mean, this is this is good for me. Um, but I have to admit, I, I didn't see the second day. Yesterday we held the gains. Today now we're, we're up to sixteen dollars. I definitely did not see that coming at all. So um, that's great for all of us that are long SoFi. Um, go us and great job in the market for not not doing what I thought it would do. So go I, I love all the chats about. Uh canvas right now sasha shout out sasha monique from miami she's saying it's a course management system better than blackboard uh master of stonks half his classes are on it so uh we're gonna get in structure the, the company that runs canvas on the show yeah let's get them on the I'm show i'm gonna do my i'm gonna finish doing my due diligence on them we're gonna do a full report on it and okay i'm telling you this could be this could be one of those stocks that really I'm not going to say 10x. I'm not going to throw that out there. Let's get them on the show. But let's, let's make, make them the, on the let's show. Let's make that happen, Zoltan, if you're around. Let's make that happen. I already, I already on it, Spencer. Make it happen, Zoltan. You can do it. You can do anything. Um, Zoltan's our booking extraordinaire. Um, well, awesome. Zoltan and myself, but... And Aaron. So I le- but also Zoltan. But mostly Zoltan. Mostly, mostly Zoltan. Anyway, um, but let's take a look at this. <laughs> if, if, if everything is green today, then that means surely crypto must be up. Yes, and I was just talking about this earlier uh, with someone else in the office. I was like, I don't even check futures anymore. I check Bitcoin. And if Bitcoin's up, I know at least in tech, I know at least NASDAQ is, is more than likely going to have a good day. Well, right? Let's, let's find out. It, it's a great metric, I think, just for risk on versus risk off. How are, how are investors feeling? How are the markets feeling? So I woke up this morning. Uh, you know, 7.30 a.m., check Bitcoin, saw Bitcoin was up 2.5%. It's going to be a good day. I said it's going to be a good day, and wouldn't <laughs> you know it, NASDAQ's up 2%. So I, I'm just saying it, it, it's, it's been working. It's going to continue working until it doesn't, until we see that correlation between Bitcoin and the stock market break. Um, at least Bitcoin and, and big tech, right? I think we can see Bitcoin be down and, and maybe the Dow's up, right? Like, that wouldn't shock me. But at least for for big tech stocks and and honestly like if you look at bitcoin's chart versus tesla like stocks like that really any green day for bitcoin tesla's gonna have a green day and vice versa so you remember when tesla was like considered like a bitcoin play for a hot second that was that was funny uh anyway let's take a look at that crypto heat map 
What a surprise. What a surprise. Everything is up. I didn't see this coming. Bitcoin up 3%, ETH up 4%. Um, no red on the screen. Uh, our old friend. Um, How's Near doing? Yeah, I was going to just, you beat me to it. Our old friend, Near Protocol, that's up four, um, 100% in the last month and 500% in the last year is up once again today. Not a lot. It's only up like 1%, but hey. That's something. Who's uh, where's where's Logan Ross and, and Ryan? Aren't they supposed to tell me about Near before it goes up five hundred percent? You gotta be watching Moon or Bust to get the scoop. That's the deal. Where can I watch Moon or Bust, Spencer? Mondays and Fridays, right after this show is over. Right after us. They're on twice a week. They'll be on tomorrow. They'll be on Monday. Except for when they aren't, but they'll be on tomorrow. I've been assured. I've been guaranteed they'll be on tomorrow anyway the heat map is green you love to see it uh if you want to participate you want some more exposure to bitcoin get yourself the best kind of bitcoin the free kind of bitcoin i want yeah. free bitcoin free bitcoin for everyone everyone all you have to do is download the voyager app enter the code on your screen zing z-i-n-g sign up fund your account with a hundred dollars make a trade any trade and they will send you Fifty dollars in Bitcoin. Free Bitcoin is the best kind of Bitcoin. You know, that's what they say. Um, all right, guys, just to do a quick another rundown of what we've got coming up on the show, you got to stick around because you don't want to miss some great guests we have coming up. Hot oh. Stocks Luke himself. Hot Stocks Luke is here. Luke Jacoby will be joining us in about I don't know eight minutes, right at noon Eastern. So if you've got questions for Luke, uh, if you've got some hot stocks you want him to look at. Get them ready for the chat. Then after that, Vivi Biotech Queen will be joining us yeah. at 1215 to talk some biotech stocks. Uh, again, same thing. If you've got any biotech questions, save them for Vivi 1215. She'll be on with us. Um, and then after that, Spencer, we've got a SPAC coming on the show, right? We do. Uh, Manscaped. I am extremely excited for this. One, because I want to talk about the products. But two, I want to talk about the business, right? Like the business of of, of like male grooming specifically. And um You've you've heard of them because they advertise like on half of the podcasts in in the world right now. It's it, it seems like so. We're gonna talk. We got a lot of questions for Manscaped. I'm very excited for that. So that'll be at Spencer. Will you wall on air inquire about them sponsoring our show? I mean, I I we could. I wasn't <laughs> gonna put him on a spot like that, but like. Aaron, Aaron Thomas just looked at me with a very disappointed I, I, look. I, I was going to send a nice note after the fact, but I'm right, sure we'll the, go cat, that route. the cat's Bree, out of the just... bag now. Do, how about we make that the first question? Huh? I think Bree just wants a Manscaped kit. Wait, well, let's just make that the first question while we're at it. Yeah, just be like, hey, we see you sponsoring other podcasts. We're a podcast and a YouTube, and a, you know, live stream. Okay. I was trying uh, to talk to you Paul guys. Paul Tran will be on, by the way. Paul Tran is the founder of the CEO. Oh, uh, Rohan's trying to talk to us, but we're not wearing our headphones. Rohan, we can't hear you. Yeah, I know. I realized. Wait, actually, we can, but keep going because we, we. Yeah, but like if you're talking, you won't hear me probably, you know? So I was just saying, Bree's just trying to get a Manscaped kit. Like that that's all he wants out of this. Wait, uh, can they hear Rohan right now? Yeah, yeah they can okay. hear me. Yeah, we're not wearing our headphones, but he's not far away from us. But um, I'm saying, like, if you ask them live, it might just put them on the spot where they want, they'll say yes, and then they'll be tied into, you know what I'm saying? Like, instead what? of, like, after the fact, that the emails might get lost in the chain. J Jason says it's a good idea to just put him on the spot like that. That's what, yeah, exactly. That's what Jason would do, I know. So <laughs> we can. <laughs> um, All right, you can do that. I, I was going to send a very nice note thanking Paul for coming on the show. We can make it nice. I can just be like, well, say we wanted to. Be a manscaped uh affiliate how do we go about that and then they'll tell us okay yeah 
Um, I, also, I, I, I'll mention to Paul when he's on that I am readily will, I'm willing and able to uh, beta test any product that they have without getting too, too into the details there. But I... <laughs> <laughs> Are you I, saying I, you're a good like guinea pig for them? For sure. Okay. I, I, will I don't know what that means. I'm not going to ask any I will any test anything. I will test anything that they've got. Okay? Oh, man. Consider that a message, Paul. He's not watching us right now, but he'll be on in like a half hour or so. Um, uh, okay, yeah, exactly. WWJD, what would Jason do? Uh, that's that's exactly what what we're thinking of. Anyway, uh, beta test on the live stream. <laughs> slow down. Slow down, Pat. I, I, I'm not quite sure we're there yet. M- maybe one day. M- maybe one day. All right, Zinger Nation, let us know <laughs> what stocks you guys are watching right now. Shelly, yeah. what's going on, Shelly? Shelly, you got any, any trades, any stocks, any cryptos even you're looking at? We're looking for some more uh, stocks. Anything we can trade, really, for some ideas. All right, so yeah, my last trade was a massive screw up, so we're not going to do that again. Well, but... let's talk about that. What what was the stock? Okay, so I'll, I'll bring it up on the screen here. And does uh, that stock have a product that's out on the market? No, I, I traded DWAC, and I did so many things wrong that I, I, guess, I guess it's worth rehashing if you want to rehash it. I where's the chart? There it is. Uh, so I bought. Let's zoom in. But why did you? What, okay, so what was your initial okay. inclination to buy this? Because I feel like this is out of your wheelhouse. Uh, typically, when it comes I, to stocks, I've I traded DUAC before, and I and I did it profitably. Okay, um, I bought this thing on on Tuesday at like three forty five, right in like the eighty eight dollar. It, it, it was ripping into the close, and I was like, "Yes, we're gonna do this." So I did it, um, thinking it was gonna head to a hundred, um, putting my stop at eighty one fifty or somewhere thereabouts, right, and. Um, and the reason I chose eighty one is because that was where that that was where VWAP was, and seven bucks seemed like a reasonable amount of money to risk on this trade. It was a very small trade, very small account, you know, basically just a yellow for me. Um, my, and uh, Wednesday morning happens, and you see the flush off the open, and I decide, nope, calling the audible, cancel the cancel the sell order. We're gonna ride this wave out, uh, and then I ended up riding it all the way down to like seventy eight dollars, and where I, where I promptly sold it. Um, so, uh, that's where we, that's where we're at. I'm out, out of DWAC. If I just held it for like a few more hours, I would be, um, not up, but I would be down to less. So, so many lessons learned here. Stick to your exit plan if you have one. Um, but also don't risk money you can't afford to lose. Um, it was just a silly thing. Um, overall. You know what stock I'm watching today, Spencer, that I really like right now? Yeah. Alibaba. Uh, no, but I, uh, it's up 5%. It is five. It's up five. I do have open calls on Alibaba, I know uh, full disclosure. Right. I, those are up nicely today, but, um, yeah, I mean th- this stock, come on. Zillow. Way undervalued. I, no, I, I I'm, 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 I'm guessing. I'm I guessing. don't like Zillow. Dropbox. Nope. Smile Direct Club. No, what's that doing today? It was up about 7% yesterday. Everything is up. So even STC is having a good day, but it's. Look at that chart. Oh my gosh. Uh, this one will. We'll get another pop in this before it's all said and done. I, this is my hot take. Someone's going to buy them. Someone's going to buy Smile Direct Club for like six or seven Are bucks. Are there any like direct-to-consumer companies oh, you that are doing well? Oh, not. I thought you were going with ones that, that have been taken over. Casper got, just got bought. By? Private equity firm. Okay. Um, are there any direct-to-consumer companies that are doing well? Yeah. Um, I guess we can ask Paul about this. We can ask Manscaped. <laughs> uh, about that um but 
I think the answer might be no. Deep. Wait, Casper. I, I saw a Twitter thread like two weeks ago about Casper being a buyout target. I guess that person was right. No, no, no. Casper got the the headline broke in November. Oh, okay. So it's been, okay. Here's purple. Purple. That it was about purple too. Oh my god. I guess it was some some guy that was like a mattress expert was talking about purple and Casper. Oh man, look at purple. So what about sleep number? That's not direct to consumer. I know, though. but I I'm I'm short sleep number. You are? Yeah. In not in theory. Oh. <laughs> because didn't I tell you like I, Yeah, yeah, we 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 went through this. And I wanted to buy like sleep yeah, number puts yeah. because of all this, but they the stock like wasn't very volatile. But I wish I would have. Look at that. I mean, that was like three months ago. I would have made a lot of money on that. Yeah. Yeah. It was terrible. They, 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 it took four times of uh, for appointments when they were supposed to deliver my bed before they actually did. Um, and so, of course, I was like sleeping on the floor waiting for my mattress. It's kind of a big deal. And they don't they didn't seem to care. That's terrible. It was terrible customer service. Like, honestly, like can complete honestly probably the worst customer service I've ever encountered. Really? In any interaction ever in my life. This is a fun little thing we can do before Luke comes on. What is the worst customer service experience you've ever had his is obviously a sleep number he's scarred from that um yeah like in five years when it's time for me to buy another mattress i that i will still remember that and it will never it, it will not be even on my list of like things to consider i'm probably gonna go with comcast i've wasted mm, between 12 and 24 hours of my life which is like not a lot in the grand scheme of things on hold or or yelling at Comcast, and I, on behalf of my parents, you know what I mean. I, I don't even I don't even have Comcast right now, um, but I Comcast. No, I don't. Uh, no, no Comcast. Christian says Charter Spectrum, Young Money, Sprint. Oh, had my share of arguments with uh, with the phone company as well. I've actually born to be, born to be free saying uh, AT and T or Directv, effectively like the same company, right? Right. I've. Uh, I've actually had pretty. I've had AT and T for like my whole life. Yeah, I've actually had like pretty good. I feel like customer service with AT and T okay. in my life. Uh, yeah, I, I'm for, not saying yeah. that that that's indicative of like their customer service overall, but I think I've been lucky with AT and T and always um, been pleased with my service. Ver- Verizon has not been bad to me. Uh, in the so Sasha says Pottery Barn. That I can't wait. But let's hear that story, Sasha. City. For Vincent, he's had a bad experience with City. You, you, you hear a lot of the cable I providers. Think, so I think AT&T, the, yeah, I was obviously. gonna say I think the cable providers and like Wi-Fi providers. I think that's just like I think you're just always gonna get shitty customer service. Like I've had different yeah. uh, Wi-Fi. Like I had a different Wi-Fi provider at home in St. Louis, and when I was in college, now here in all three places, I've had terrible customer service. Comcast was one of them. Um, I, I I just can't with them. I, I, I'm sorry. I just can't with them. You know who actually gave me a pretty good customer service uh, when I, last time I needed it? The U.S. Postal Service. I had, a, I had a, a package that was marked as delivered that never showed up. They were very helpful. Really? USPS. Can we invest in government uh, entities? No. Well, speaking of that, okay. Wait, wait Luke, come back. No, Luke. He's, he's gone. Luke, come back. He's gone. You can't do the show anymore. Um, can you pull up Electrify America real quick? Give me a ticker. It's I'd... not a ticker. So pull up the website? Yeah. Like, this right. is a private company. I just don't understand. Like, is it a... Luke, come on over. We're, we're talking about something that Aaron wants to talk about. Your worst customer experience. Yeah, Electrify. Customer service appearance. Do, do you want to share with your worst customer experience uh, uh, story right now, Luke? Not really. All right, Aaron, why did I, why did I bring this up? 
because I was trying to understand, is this like a government, like, is the government subsidizing this? Is this a government thing? Is it a private company? If it is a private company, are they going to go public? Because they're doing some cool things. So okay. we need to do some research on Electrify okay. America. If anyone in the chat knows anything about Electrify America, drop your knowledge there. Okay. Uh, JGC says Wix had bad service. Um, we, 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 we have an experience with, with Wix. Um, Sorry, they're talking about me right now, and I don't know what they're saying. We were actually talking about sports betting. Luke, you don't have to put your headphones on because I'm right here. I'm right here, man. We were actually talking about sports betting, Spence. We got to line up our picks for this weekend. Four games, four picks. Okay. Do you want to share with us your worst customer experience that you had in recent memory? Yeah, but I'm going to need a minute to think of it. Okay, that's fine. Uh, some ideas. Wells Fargo, Talbot's credit card. Um... Uh, we had AT&T, we had Verizon, we had Pottery Barn, City, Sprint, I, I said Comcast, Airbnb, that's, that's one, interesting, anyway, okay. Hot Stocks, Luke, welcome to the show, man. Alright, are we, are we going to spit some fire today, Spuncy? I'm ready to spit fire. We're, we're going in on some stocks? We're Does going in on some right? stocks. Do you want me to pull up some charts? <sighs> do, you, do you already have ones? I got a couple. You, you start, you start. With... This, this is the full opinion segment. Is that fine? This is the opinion segment? Let, let, yeah. Let's bring out my charts. Um, so we're, 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 let's move off of sleep number. You want my opinion on anything? You want just my hot, my hottest take of the day? My hottest take of the day is that SDC is going to get taken out taken out at like five bucks. That's my hottest. That's my hot take of the day. And can we get the chat up too? Uh, yeah, Rohan, can you put the chat up, please? And then, Thank and you. then, and then also. Why do we have the, the we only show this top banner on the TV that scrolls a little bit? Shouldn't we have cool stuff on the TV? We got some feedback on that yesterday, actually. Uh, who? The changing lights. We got someone who's not a fan of the changing lights, so we can fix. We we, we can change. I like that. it, Spencer. Now I'm in the the background. I'm in the software. I'm in control now. Okay. ThinkPad. It's the biggest laptop ever made. That's true. This is the opinion opinion segment. Okay. The, the, this this is a a 17 inch. Very very thick laptop. Hold up yours, Spencer. Let's 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 get some some depth comparison here. Okay. Yeah. This this thing is a monster. This laptop weighs twelve pounds. Wow. Circa two thousand and two. All right. That that thing is a beast. And also though it does get really hot though, right? Uh, not anymore. I replaced it. Oh, okay. The new one's okay. All right. Good stuff. All Good right. Stuff. Um, All right, Luke, you you have hot hot picks for us. I don't know. I I've got a, a handful of opinions. A handful. That's better than none. Yep. Do you, should we do a countdown from lukewarm to hottest? Get it? Lukewarm. Uh, yeah. Let's yeah? do that. Thank you. Okay. Let, let let let's talk China names, Chinese stocks. I know oh. Everybody hates when I talk about the Chinese stocks, but I've been been on them for a minute. Uh, we, we have a couple trades in, most notably at our last Benzinga boot camp. Uh, we, we bought the 190 strike calls in BABA uh, that are expiring in January 2023. January okay. 20th, 2023. So, so exactly a year from today, actually. Um, we, we've had a great run on them thus far. It's, it's been a couple weeks where, where the, the calls are already up 80%, and that's not bad for a call that's expiring an, an entire year from now, 13 months from, from when we bought it. Um, here's what's interesting about the Chinese names today. Uh, I'm just going to read this. Why is it moving that we have for Alibaba on the screen right now? Shares of several Chinese stocks are trading higher after the People's Bank of China cut key lending rates. 
So, so, so the exact opposite of the problem that we're having in the U.S., um, yeah, I saw- where, where rates are going up, China <laughs> is cutting rates. Okay? I, saw, I saw that this morning. I was like, wait, what? They're going, they're going the other way. Yes, and and so so these stocks are still killed. Can you can you what is this? Is this a daily chart? Yeah. Yes, sir. Okay, so this is dailies, right? So so you see an Alibaba. I mean, the stock has still gotten absolutely obliterated over the course of the past year. Mm-hmm. There there is still absolutely significant uh, uh, risk, regulatory risk on these names, and and for that reason, I still like the Chinese stocks with calls, cheap out of the money calls. Baba is one of those stocks. We've said it so many times. Where where a year from now. Anybody who's getting into this stock is either going to look like a genius or an idiot. There, there's not going to be a middle ground. Um, you know, I've picked the side of, of getting long in it. Um, we, we've had a nice little run. We got a little bit of news today that, that, that China's cutting the key interest rates. Um, so, so I like that. That said, uh, I, I'm being very selective with, with the Chinese stocks right now. So, so here's one that I think is a fade, Spencer. Since everybody loves to hate the Chinese names, I'll, I'll give you one to hate. Can I guess? Yeah. Neo? No, it's not Neo today. Like, was that close? Nope. You're a little bit. All right. What is it? Uh, uh, Tiger, Tiger Brokers. Ooh, uh, tick, tick, up tick, fintech. Yeah, up fintech. More like down. T-I-G-R. Tango India Golf More like down fintech, am I right? Yeah, more like down fintech. Again, right. stock absolutely clobbered. Uh, it, it's getting a really, really nice move today. Stock's up 12% today on that interest rate announcement. That said, I, I think that there's still concerns for the space. Uh, and for that reason, just the general concerns about the space, I, I think that, that this is one in the group to potentially fade. Because we, we, we are, I will say this, we are at high of day. So, so, so it's not one that I'd be looking to trade against today. Um, because again, we are at high of day, but, but when that momentum starts to crack, whether it's today, whether it's tomorrow, it's a move that I'm fading because of regulatory concerns, right? Because the government well, is, well, so, no, 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 that's not the story with this one. Oh, j- j- okay. Just, just the brokerage space in general, oh, right? You, okay. So, so you have the regulatory concerns, right? And that's where I'm saying I can look past that and, and I can get by some really cheap out of the money, far out calls, not risk a ton of capital for, for a shot at a decent reward. I can look past that, uh, but I'm being selective with those names that I'm actually choosing. And this is one where I don't love the space uh, right now. Let, let's see let's see how this guidance comes out in the next set of earnings reports that we get. Um, but, but until crypto starts ripping again, and that's mm. where a lot of these new age brokerages made a lot of money, until crypto starts ripping again, I, I don't love the space, and for that reason, I'm fading this one. That speaks to something I said this morning on pre-market prep, which is like I'm really looking forward to the Robinhood earnings report. Not even so much for like um, what the you know the, the Robinhood's business uh, and and all that, but just like new accounts. I want to see how many new accounts were created last quarter. Uh, last quarter, you know, you got to the point at the end of the year where you know we spent the majority of last year going down in all the hot sexy growth stocks, right? Um, I want to see how their uh, new account uh, growth changed last quarter, and and then we will we can extrapolate that for like retail sentiment at large, and that speaks to what he was just saying, right? Which is, um, you know, that's that's what it comes down to is new accounts. So um, I, I'm I'm into that. I'm I'm into that idea. I'm not I'm not I don't know if I'm sold on the idea that structurally speaking, like the the space is is due for a decline. Uh, at least I'm not as sold as Luke is, but but 
I, I appreciate your thought. So, okay, that was one one you liked, Baba, you're long. One you don't like, Tiger, you are just hands off. I'm hands off, yep. potentially fading. Um, can I keep going, Spencer? What's keep, the rules? Keep going, man. How keep. many minutes? You said I have 15 minutes. I have five you, minutes You can left. go until I keel over and die. All right. Here's the next one. This is a new one. We have not talked about this name in a long time. So right, are, we still, okay? are we still China or no? We're not. We're no. We're out of China. Uh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't China. know that. If 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 you would rather live in China, put one in the chat. If not, rather put two. Spe- Spencer's <laughs> a one guy over I, here. I, okay. <laughs> Wait. If I wanted to really like piss off uh, some some Chinese people, I would talk about how I used to live in Taiwan. But we're not going to go there. What, um, what do you mean Taiwan? What is? I, it? I lived in Taiwan when I was when I, don't I know what that is. when I, I when I was but a baby. I don't, I don't recognize that. When I was I bo- when I was just a wee uh, I was a wee lad. Anyway, okay, we're off of China now. What's next? All right, we're off of China now. Uh, th- this one, this this, I think I have an interesting play. Am, am I able to share screens right now or no? Yes, I can. Can you can you add me on, Spence? Uh, yeah. And what do people say? Would they rather live in China or no? Everybody would rather live in China. What do you want me to say? I don't know. I'm just asking. This is the voice of the people. Yeah. All right. New new stock pick. No, but nobody wants to live there, just to be clear about that, at least in our chat. Okay. Okay. Just making sure. Leslie's, you've been on this one for a no, minute. No, no, no. This is a new pick, baby. I've not been on this one for a minute. Leslie's? This, this you were on this like two this years ago. This is a 2020 trade. We've been out of it for like two years. It's a new trade. That's where I, I just said you were on this like two years ago. Yeah, I was on this like two years ago, and it's back, baby. All right, check it out. Uh, what, what we're looking at right now, we are looking at two years of charts on Leslie's. These are weekly candles. Uh, check out, it was, it was actually almost exactly one year ago. Uh, check out this rip that we got in Leslie's. If you don't know what Leslie's is, uh, it, it is a pool supply company, okay? I spent, so, I spent many Saturday mornings of my life with accompanying my dad to Leslie's. Not fun, anyway. So you had a pool growing up? Yes. What the hell? Why? Why you just gotta flex on us like that? All right. I didn't have a pool growing <laughs> up. Actually, my uh, <laughs> when I was eighteen and moved out of the house, my my mom then got a pool installed at our house. <laughs> nice. Which I think is hilarious. Nice. Um. Yeah. So. Anyway, can I, I guess why Leslie's had a huge run? Yeah. Uh, there was that um crazy storm in texas arctic blast in Ar- the there southern the u.s arctic blast in texas and a lot of people had pool damage yes sir and they needed to fix it yes sir and so they went to leslie's yes sir there we go what are we getting we're, we're getting a little bit more of an arctic blast we're, we're, we're getting wait some, we are so we're we're getting parts of the country that, that are getting abnormal weather versus what they normally get i didn't know that yep uh, you 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 had some cold weather concerns co- going across the the southern U.S. and then look at everything that happened out in California, just, just crazily 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 <laughs> dumped on. Do do they typically get something? Yes, but but this was super abnormal. All right, uh, the, Virginia, the, exact same case, right? Re- really really abnormal. So 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 this one is is a swing trade into earnings. Uh, so, do, so do we know when earnings are? For, Fourteen days from now, February third. Okay. Okay. So this one's a swing trade into earnings. Okay. That we're gonna get some positive uh, commentary from the company uh, about a nice little uptick in sales on some of this cold weather concerns. What what I like about that uh, is, is that this is typically their slowest quarter of the year, 
right? Th- th- think about this this quarter that, that we're just coming out of and in, in, sure. in our in right now this this let's call it January to, to March quarter. Uh, if if we get a, a little bit of commentary uh, about a nice uptick in sales, uh, we we get a decent run out of this stock. Um, so so that's the story side. But you know, whenever I have my stories, I also have my numbers. So so let's dig into the number side of things. So so right now you have Leslie's, and I'm I'm going to pull up a trusty calculator for today. Uh, you, you you got a three point eight billion dollar market cap. Let's get over to the financials. Da, 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 da. All right, so so you, so you have a, a three point eight billion dollar market cap. Uh, if you look at the, this trailing four quarter period, you have sales of one point three billion. So that means that the stock is trading actually at a little bit below three times price to sales. Um, can can we show how the other way to see that though is on the on the overview tab? You can just go to overview rather than do the math in your head. I always do the math in my head. I know Luke's a math guy. So here's here's my thing with 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 math and just trusting the ratios that you get from somewhere. Uh, I I and part of my job is is like like corporate finance, right? Operating finance here at Benzinga. If there's something that I don't understand what the calculation is, I, I by default don't trust it. Right. If somebody gives me a number and I don't have an understanding as to what that number is, by default, I don't trust that number. But then step two. So is that's just... why I calculate it myself. Oh, okay. All right, but but again, <laughs> you, what? Shouldn't you then learn? Right? Isn't that step two? Is to learn about the number? If if but but how am I going to get the calculation here, Spencer? I I I see that the price sales is two point nine eight. Yeah. Right, I, I don't know what 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 the like okay. the I okay. want to know I, 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 I see what you're saying. Right, so I'm taking out 3.8 billion dollars of market cap divided Fine. by 1.3 million trailing 12 month sales. That's going to get me to 2.92 price to sales ratio. Oh, what are the odds? It's so much. It's so. Yeah, good. yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> S&P 500 average. S S S&P 500 average is let's call it four and a half right now. Really, um, is it that high? It's that high. Oh, yeah, I I had up over four. I did not know that. So so three. so it's not like we're we're buying a YOLO stock with a crazy valuation that if the thesis isn't right, we shouldn't get cracked in this one. And and that's why I feel comfortable taking this on a little bit of a swing into earnings. All right. Thought, thought, thoughts on that, Spencey. Again, we, we had some, some regions of the com- of the country with, with some abnormal weather. Hopefully that kicks off the same thing that we saw last year, which was a really nice uptick in sales and then followed by a really nice uptick in, in share price. Um, and then again, if, if the story doesn't pan out, we're, we're at least pretty protected on the valuation side of things. Um, let, I'm curious now. I just popped in, in, in my pro. I just popped into my my separate news feed that I, I reserve for PRs and SEC filings, and I just popped in into Leslie's, and I just wanted to take a gander and see is there anything that the company's come out with in the last couple of months, anything notable I see as far as insider activity um, or press releases, and the answer is is no, not really. I don't really see any, see anything. Um, oh, they did, they did a secondary. Uh, um, okay, let's talk about that side of it too. That's interesting. There, there, there's there the the cash position is fine, right? That which is something else that makes us feel a little bit better. Here, here. Oh, you took the screen back. Sorry, no, no, I'll bring it back. No, that's fine. I, I'm just looking at the balance sheet right now. Okay, right. So, 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 so it de-risks that a little bit too. So wait, let's just see. So they they, they just had a secondary and they priced it at where? Uh, I have to skim quickly. No, Spencer, your numbers are going to be in a color. No, I know, but I don't see the color around, which is why I'm 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 skimming. Um, it should be there. It should always be in the color. Right. Uh, 
but they're not here. So that's as we this is very strange. Um there's no price here. It says they announced the pricing, but there's no price. That doesn't make a lot of sense. All right. Ignore that. Anyway. Um All right. So so there's the Leslie thesis again. I think that there's room for some upside surprise in this upcoming report. It's 14 days away. Plus, I think we're at least somewhat protected on the valuation side of things. If you guys like that one, drop me the one in the, the chat. If you don't, drop me the two. The I other, want to see where everybody's at. The other you. thing that may factor into Leslie's is this is a company that can also, with relative ease, um, pass along inflation down to their consumers, right? Inflated costs, supply costs. Why, well, because you're saying it's a elastic or inelastic good? Because people, people, because people, if you have a pool, like you don't have a choice. You need. You need to buy stuff, right? If your pool is 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 messed up because of the weather, or you have a a frozen pipe, or you need antifreeze, or you, your liner is ripped, you don't have a choice. You need to buy things to fix it. So, um, Leslie's gonna whatever cost increases they experience, they're just gonna pass it right along. So, yeah, that makes it elastic. I dude, it's been so long since I took econ. I don't. I don't yeah, know. I don't know. It's either elastic or elastic. <laughs> it's been a, it's been a decade since I took an econ. It's class. closer to cigarettes than it is to vacations. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How's yeah. that? Yeah. All, All right. right. Did you talk about GLD yet? But by, by chance, yesterday we did. Uh, not so much the GLT GLD per se as like the gold stocks. Like, can I pull up? Can I pull up gold for you? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Go Do you for want it. you want to look at the GLD? We'll, we'll look at the GLD. Yeah. But the GLD is like quiet compared yeah, let's to. Pull it up. All right, GLD, down today. Spot gold. What's the thesis here? Um, Inflation. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, so, so I, I've been, I've been pretty long gold for for quite a while. It's it's actually my third largest position. Is is the ETF GLD? Um, it, it's the we we saw a nice little run yesterday. It, and the thesis is exactly what it, what everybody expects it to be. Right. This is your your bear market slash inflation hedge. Uh, I I think about it a little bit more from from the inflation perspective than than the bear market perspective. Um, but 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 that's why I have it. And again, just because it was hot yesterday, I just wanted to call it. It is the third largest holding I have. Wow. I have some very the the largest holdings are very very boring. Spencer. Can- Number one is spy, by far. Number two is IWM by far. Oh, I'm sorry. Number three is GLD. Do you, do you, you don't know what my largest holdings are? Mine are like yours. Mine, my number one largest holding is VOO, Voo. followed by VEU, which is the international equivalent. Um, and anyway, Luke goes to Russell. That's a tough sledding there. All right, Luke Jacoby, we got it's tough sledding. We, All right, we, we got time's we, up. Yeah, we got we got Vivi, the bio queen, lurking in the background here. So we got to get her on the show. So any final thoughts for uh, for us here? As we uh happy trading, everyone. I will talk to you all soon. There we go. You heard it here first. Luke Jacoby, hot stocks, Luke. All right, let's bring on there, you, you can you can leave leave it now. Let's bring on Vivi, the bio queen. She's here right now. Vivi, what's up? Hello. How are we doing? How's your how's your week going? Oh good. How about you? It's okay. I can't complain. I can't complain. It feels like a Wednesday, but it's Thursday, so it's exciting. I was excited. It is exciting. Um, all right, what, what's new in biotech land? Um, the so, I, the IB the IBB is not up today. Why? Everything else is up. Why well, can't the IBB see, go up? Did you see XBI? Look at the look at look at the uh, last look at two year chart. <laughs> all right, all right. One second. XBI. Just put a year chart. 
Yeah, I know. I if sure. Oh, I thought you were gonna. Yeah, of course it's going down. I mean, it doesn't seem to stop. Uh, even so, on a day like today. You know what I've been doing? You guys are going to laugh at this, but it's been working, okay? This is a strategy that's been working. So I okay. I refuse to sell on my IRA, on my biotech. My my IRA, it's filled with biotech, probably like 90% of it. Um, that Those are the companies that I, I have a high conviction. So what I did was... I was trading in and out of my my fidelity. I got I got a, you know because it's IRAs. So I don't have to pay capital gains, capital loss. So I got a mm -hmm. little amount, and and I saw a dark pool for four fifty puts for February eighteenth, right at three million dollars. So I was like, okay, I'm just gonna buy February puts. You know, I'll buy ten contracts of February four fifty puts, and every time. I get like, I've been making two grand at a time, you know, the spy drops, I make two grand and then I'll go sell and then it goes up to, you know, 458, 460. And then I buy again the same puts, you know, because I have a month out. So I'm not stressing. Nothing goes up straight. You know, the only thing that goes down straight is XBI. <laughs> so usually nothing goes straight or down. But the only thing that's been going down in XBI. So that's what I've been doing. I've been trying to hedge my my portfolio with this fight. Okay. All right. Got, got any uh any, any new names for us this week? Well, I have I you know, let's put Prague because I feel like this stock, everyone is freaking out. It's it has gotten so much beating, uh waiting for a reversal here so I can finally add more back to average down the you know, the position I had. I had a like 30,000 shares. I made a lot of money at the top and then I kept 5,000 shares and now I'm back holding. Right. So I want to add back some, but I just wanted people to remind two things, you know, when they were uh, able to settle some of their debt, you know, the creditor, instead of uh, uh, getting, you know, money from them, you know, and have them dilute the stock, the creditor got the, the, the money, with the stock and it was not vesting until like six months from now like the loan you know the, the maturity of the loan so they believe they they have so much faith in prog that they took it in share so i needed to continue okay. to remind people that you know there's people out there that really truly believe in this company and i believe in this company but because there's not a lot of catalysts coming up um soon um, you know, the shorts are taking a huge advantage of the situation, but we have, um, we have a data coming up in Q2. So we'll have a catalyst in Q2. So I think the pain is almost over. And okay. then if you can put my baby up, BCRX, I feel like, wow, it at a, such a discount. You know, but has anything has anything changed here? This I mean, the stock is doing what it, it it's just you know doing what it's doing. It's going it's going back and forth. It had a huge run. It's coming back to earth now. I mean, no. is, is, has, has anything changed? No, this is really exciting. You know, they're gonna pull CR in February, and I and I think they're gonna beat earnings. And uh, you know, the the pipeline for the PNH drug it's still on, and uh, I believe that this is this is a huge rare disease monster company in the making. So, anybody that has not had the opportunity to get into to BCRX, um, obviously, I'm not a finance advisor, but I would have yep. do a DD on BCRX. Look at the annual report of the CEO and make a decision for yourself. But me, myself, I believe this will be a you know, triple digit stock one day if we don't get that out earlier. 
So it's definitely my biggest hold. And then we can take, you know, we can take, because it's so big down, like the XPI is so big down that I think yeah. anything right now that we buy, we might see a 20, 30% return long-term, right? Because I mean, if you look at a, at a, any of the, even the, the big, uh, the big investors, Alex Danner, you know, Sarisa Capital, people are like, uh, they're like 50% down, you know, at, at, from, from where they, they invest in these companies. So any of these small biotechs um, that have a future, um, it's, it's a sale right now. I'll tell you guys who I, uh, my, what is sitting on my portfolio long-term and, and, and that I'm holding. I have AGEN, I have LCTX, I have ONCT, I have a BCRX, and I have a BNGO, and I have a PROG. So the and ADAP uh, ad, 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 um, Immune is going to be a huge company one day. Uh, they have the um, the partnership with the Genentech for up to almost four billion. Wait, and hold on. Just, I'm sorry. Just real fast. Can you repeat those? I'll, I'll put them in the chat. Yeah. Uh, so ADAP. You if you want to put the chart up, ADAP is the company right. that I think will be huge. They have a partnership with Genentech for almost four billion dollars, and they're fully funded until 2024 so there's no risk for dilution there so it's this one of those companies that you can buy and tuck in away you're not gonna have a be worried about dilution at all because they have a gen attack behind them that's fully funding them so uh the deal is up to almost four billion dollars so um no it will be um i'll type it here for you okay uh, is the ap agn the CRX KMPH two KMPH yeah, Prague, AGN, um, and ONCT, BNGO. It's almost like a lotto ticket, you know. Are 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 you dropping these in the chat? Just yeah, I did. I dropped okay, it okay. in the chat. So I think oh, for uh, for obviously uh, we don't have a lot of time. Maybe. Um, there's so many companies at a discount right now. So maybe if the listeners wanted to throw in some some um, some tickers and we can discuss next week in regards to what catalysts are coming. The problem is, guys, uh, it's so beaten down the biotech sector that, you know, anything that you buy that has a catalyst coming up, uh, it, it, it it's almost like certain to make some money, you know, because. I don't think that at the bottom it's the XBI people saying there's another 15%. So that's why I haven't added anything, you know, okay. because uh, it's still going down. Couple of questions here. Uh, Marsh, uh, S E L B. Um, oh yeah. You're... I have a, I have a Selb. I love Selb. Selb is going to be, uh, he, I forgot. That's another one. Selb. I have a Selb okay. as well. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for reminding okay. me. Yeah. I think okay. Selb, Selb has a huge potential, huge. So um, look at the beaten down. Everything is it's down fifty percent, Spencer. I, Every I, chart I you put up, besides I, I, your act. <laughs> uh, P O A I. P O A I. Don't know that ticker. Pre pre predictive oncology. Ninety ninety two cents. Yeah, <clears throat> ninety two cents. Okay. Okay. And um, do 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 do. Um, the, the, this one is, I think, OTC M. Wait a minute. Come on now. Come on. Where's my charts? What happened to my charts? I lost my charts. There we go. Uh, M E D X F Medexis. M E D 
DXM. Yeah. Trades OTC, $2. Uh, well, and we then, got, got downgraded. Yeah, okay. And definitely take and, a look at and, you guys. And then there's, there's a couple more from the chat. Uh, A-L-Y-I. Um, A-L-Y-I. Don't know. What? What? That's not a... Oh, okay. Uh, I guess it is. R-E-O, okay. I... I think that has a lot of potential. BCTX, okay, BCTX. I would. What is a BCTX charge? I would love to add BCTX. Um, the fact that the insiders committed to buy ten percent of the company is huge, huge. So BCTX is on my radar for me to um, purchase. And then I yeah. forgot Grits. Grits has had a, the the worst being down. The pipeline is strong. They lost fifty percent after they reported good um studies on their uh vaccine i'm still holding grts um <clears throat> i added more and i averaged down grts gristone pharma okay <clears throat> yeah oh, so man. yeah can you can you believe it from 30 to 5. I, all, all these charts look so ugly i don't even know like what i like i would just say i guess like know how vivi can take a lot of pain right in her <laughs> In, in in her positions know how much pain you can take please seriously you know um yeah. young money's asking where the bottom is on moderna vivi i, I would love your thoughts on moderna <laughs> that i the it just can't seem to 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 catch a bid any any day you know what i mean it, it's it just falls and falls and falls it's it it's, you, do we, you think it may be because now they just said that you need a fourth booster and now people are really not believing that but you know they i always I, I always thought the thesis on moderna was that it's not even about covid it's about the mrna technology that can be applied to other vaccines that's what the thesis was on the way up yeah so i have no idea what is on the way down now um it was but not can you it, imagine it, can you imagine know. buying at a 450 what was the high there yeah, I five hundred. I oh no, it wasn't five hundred. It was uh, it was four ninety seven. Excuse me, four ninety seven. No, it's, I can't. Not, frankly, I I can't. It's, it's brutal. It's brutal. Yeah. Now let's put like big. Let's put big pharma. How's Gilead doing? G I L D. You know, G I L D. Um, yeah. Gilead. Um, sixty eight. Um, let's put a L N Y. I love that company. You know, they also have M R N A A L N Y. <clears throat> there we go. Um, uh, look at brutal. that. Brutal. brutal. I mean, look at the potential here to hold this long term. Nothing has changed fundamentally, you know. And so, but it, it's it's pretty much you can just shoot any dart into. It can just throw anything into the wall to stick. A great opportunity here to you know to to buy these companies and hold. I mean, people have not been cured. We have not found the cure for cancer. We have not found cure for diabetes. People yeah. still diabetic. People still obese. People still have a cardiovascular disease. I mean, nothing has changed, you know. And um, innovations are always going to still here. I don't think uh, this administration or the past administration, the behind, you know, they cannot uh, crush innovation or people are not going to find cure for, for any of these diseases in the future. So All right. it's just, it's a matter of like, just timing. We, we just need to see what the bottom is for XBI and then start adding. Uh, Vivi, the bio queen, her Twitter handle is it's on screen, but it's also in the description of this video. Follow her on Twitter. Uh, Vivi, thanks a lot. We'll see you next Thursday. It was so nice to see you. And the only reason I'm holding those is because it's it's my 401k. I'm not going to be able to touch it, you know, until I'm, I'm much older. So I'm like, 
it will yeah. rebound one day. <laughs> Probably best to just forget about it anyway. Exactly. Right. You guys right. have a great one. I'll see you next Thanks. week. Thanks a lot, Vivi. Hey, let's pivot from biotech to male grooming. How's that for a segue? Our next guest here, Paul Tran, is the founder and the CEO of, oh man, uh, this is one I've been looking forward to for, for a minute here. So uh, Manscaped is the company. Uh, you, you've seen them. You've heard their ads. They advertise everywhere. On, on I listen to podcasts. They're, they're on like every podcast, it seems like. Let's bring Paul on the show. And actually, let's, let's give Paul the, um, the special introduction. Where's my special guest intro? Paul Train, how are we doing? Hey, Welcome Spencer. How are you? Welcome to the show. Nice background. Thank you. Thank you. Got the special intro and everything. The special intro, only for our extra <laughs> special guests. Uh, so, Paul, uh, let's start with this. Um, 2016 you, is when you founded this company. Why? What what what, is, what happened in your life that you made you think, oh, uh, male grooming, but no, 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 no. Direct-to-consumer male grooming is really where it's at. Well, I think we all believe that male grooming is growing and, um, and, and dudes were doing this when nobody, nobody was talking about it. You know, you look at the landscape and you, if you go from the head to toe, you re quickly realize there was white space in this area um, and, and nobody was doing it. Nobody was talking about it. And we hypothesized that, it, that there is a market. You know, dudes were doing this. They were hurting themselves because they were using the wrong tools for the job. And, and the, the, somebody needed to create the, uh, create the right tools for the job. And that's exactly what we did. Um, you know, many people, they see our ads, like you, they see our ads, they see our, our commercials, but they don't know how fast we've grown. We went from 3 million trailing 12 months to nearly 300 million in just 36 months with only 23 million of capital raised while being profitable and amassing over a million active paying subscribers. Wow! Wow! So, so on that note, I do want to bring up this, um, this, this graphic here. Uh, this sort of hints at all the things that that, that you just said, right? Uh, so, on that note, you didn't raise a lot of capital. Um, what? Why? Why go public and why do it via the spec? BLTS, by the way, is is, is the ticker on that. Well, we we told ourselves that if we found the perfect spec partner, that we would take that route. And we would only take that route if we found the perfect SPAC partner. And, uh, and Bright Lights was the perfect SPAC partner. Um, you know, they, they invested in, um, they did the deal with Ryan Reynolds and Aviation Gin. Um, you know, they, they um, in, invested in, in, in skims with Kim Kardashian. Um, you know, they are experts at, this, at, the, at the Hollywood um, and celebrity scene. For us, we recoup our CAC um, and, and we're, we're incredibly media efficient. So, Spencer, as soon as you purchase one of our products online, um, we've already recouped our customer acquisition costs. Um, unlike, really? Yeah, unlike many other DTC companies, right? And then 70%, 70 percent, seven zero of those customers, seven out of ten of those customers opt into becoming a subscriber. So, not only are we are we recycling our, our marketing budget very quickly, which is now over a hundred million dollars that we're deploying. Right? That we're recycling that cash very quickly. Um, and, um, and, you know, with Bright Lights, the reason that we chose Bright Lights is because now we can bring on a celebrity partner uh, for each right. geographical area that, that we're, we're deployed in. And the first one that we announced is Channing Tatum. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not up to that level of fame, but I'm also not not – 
up to that level of fame. I'm I, I'm I'm just saying. But uh, on the just the the direct to consumer thing, it's obviously like not a new idea. Lots of other product verticals use it. Um, and like on paper, it's like direct to consumer is like you would think that that's the thing that Wall Street would love because it's uh, it, it's it's more cost efficient. And it's cutting going around the middleman. But a lot of D to C companies that have gone public in the last couple of years, companies like Casper and um, Blue Apron uh, have not really fared like that well on the public market. It's kind of surprising. I would love just like your take on on the private market versus the public market and 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 D to C. How D to C fits into that? Well, you know, we're we're not D to C. We're we're primarily online. Okay. okay. But, but we're we're in we're also in in eighteen hundred Target okay. stores. We're Fair. in all Best Buys. We're in Macy's. Uh, we have a pretty. We're, we're on Amazon. We got fifty thousand reviews on Amazon. You know, um, so we're, we're about sixty-one percent D to C. There's Amazon in there. There's retail. So we're we're definitely omni-channel. Okay, fair, fair enough. Then the, the omni-channel approach is is the, that's the way that everyone's going. If they're not already there, then they should be, right? Yeah, and and from day one, we knew we wanted to build an omni-channel brand. Okay, um, we're getting some some comments in the chat. Uh, people are commenting that your product names are very, very unique, very creative. Uh, I can attest to that. Um, Paul, why do you think the male grooming market is is the is one to be in? Like, I, I guess how how much is it growing right now? I can only really speak to my own my own experience, but I, as you said before, it's not some of that like I talk about. No one talks about this stuff, right? So, like, what what why is this the market to be in? Well, because guys are, are ready for it. You know, I, I think women led the way decades ago and now men are following. Um, and, and, and you're seeing growth in, in male hygiene and male self-care. Um, and that's, that's for, for us, we see it very clearly. You can't grow that quickly without there being a huge, um, you know, total addressable market. Now, we, we've deployed 4 million trimmers to the market just the last three years. But there's 43 million millennial men in the U.S. There's 80 million men in the U.S. So if you look at that, that's only five percent of the domestic market. Um, and you know, we we and then and then internationally, there's 900 million income-adjusted men in our target demographics. And if you think about it, if you just talk about one of our verticals, which is the groin, right? This isn't a it's like a toothbrush. This isn't a, isn't a device that you're going to share. This is a this is a device I that. Hope not. I hope not. This is a device. It's a personal care device. So it looks like those yeah. 900 million guys, they're eventually going to need a, a dedicated groin trimmer. And, and Manscaped created the category. Right? Our name defines the category. Um, but you know, we've, we've grown way beyond groin. I mean, we're, we're now taking care of men yeah. from head to toe. Um, so we have yeah. two-in-one shampoos. We've got body spray, body wash, deodorants, um, even uh, weed, a weed whacker, which is a nose and ear hair trimmer. Um, again, with the creative names. And I think one of the things that people associate Manscaped with is your marketing, right? Your strategy, right? It, it's very heavy on the social media and it's very creative, I, I guess. And this is a question that was also just asked in our chat, but it was on my list as well. How, how did you come up with that? <laughs> it's it, For a public company, it's definitely, it's definitely out there. Well, public now, but it's definitely out there. Well, we... We understood that's how you speak to men, and 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 it's it's a moat because it's it's hard to replicate. If you think about some of the incumbents, they have had a really hard time speaking to men. 
and 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 men are are, are different. It's just it, it's you know we 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 took the scientific route and and like why you should do this health wise. Yeah. Men didn't care. It's it's about for us. It's about building that authentic connection with our with our customers, and we strictly only focus on men. Well, that gets to a question that was asked in the chat as well. Are there are there plans to start a a sister company, pun intended, or a sister vertical? Pun intended. <laughs> no, uh, I, I, not 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 in the near future. I would I would say. Okay. I mean, I would, I would never. Okay. You know, there's anything's possible, but we want to focus on men and solving the needs for for men. So the way that we think about it also is, you know, we're we're not a hardware player and we're not a soft goods player, right? Where we think about it holistically, we solve for routines. So that's that's kind of that's what's really different about us. So as we launch new hardware products, and you can imagine, you know, you've got a beard, you can imagine what what hard other hardware products that we launch, we see a stair step in revenue growth. But but the soft goods products, those drive a really long term lifetime value. And this is funny. Speaking from my own experience, in in the span of the last four or five years, I've gone from spending nothing. I mean, I I owned a razor, right? That was basically it, right? And uh, my call, my cost as it pertains to like grooming, like the beard, and like it, it, it is skyrocketed. So you're welcome, <laughs> or I guess thank you. I don't know what I should be saying. Thank you, or you're welcome. Maybe both. Um, but I'm, you know, but it, it speaks to that trend that, that, that you're talking about. So there is just so much more out there. The things that didn't exist even five years ago, right? And, and there's an been explosion of, of companies like yours. So like, I guess I'd be, I should be saying thank you because clearly there was a market need here and you filled it. So yeah, so, you're definitely, so, you're definitely not alone. Yeah. You're, you're definitely yeah. not alone. And, and for us, it's, it's really, we're fortunate because, you know, we, we, we've only raised 23 million in capital and we're already profit profitable. Yeah. This process, you know, potentially put in, put on $200 million on our balance sheet while you know us being debt free and profitable you don't see that kind of asset profile out there in the market and that's why that's why we chose to go public there's there's not assets like this on on the yeah. market and then in addition to that because we only raised 23 million we don't have a series b c d e investor trying to push for a lofty valuation so when we do go out into the market or we're, we're, as as we're in the we will be in the market you it's it's at a it's at a super attractive uh, valuation yeah. Yeah, I mean that's of course the valuation is is a thing you have to contend with now that you're going to be a you know public company. Maybe it wasn't as big a deal, you know, in the private market. Um, you know, I I'm just going through you know looking at the site and I'm just going through through the different products and I'm I'm just wondering like, uh, what what is your best seller? Is it is it just the OG lawnmower or the uh, is it is it? No, our best sellers, our customers want everything. Our best sellers are the kits that you see on our on our website. So they, they don't come in and they just buy the, the, the one-piece lawnmower. Um, okay. they, they buy the, the entire kit. Okay, yeah, like the, the, the performance package, the, yeah, okay. Exactly. I, I, I'm interested, I'm interested. Uh, full disclosure, you know, I've never used a Manscaped product, but clearly I am in need of Manscaping help. <laughs> I think Aaron Bree would attest to that. He's next to me here, and, and, and he would attest to that. Actually, Aaron, you, you, you're probably, you can use some yourself. You got some, uh, you got some stuff going on over there. So, um, maybe, maybe. Yeah, I was gonna. A- I was gonna ask Paul about this. Hi, Paul. How's it going, on, Aaron? Aaron, <laughs> what, what do you guys have specific products for your face as well? 
Uh, not yet, not yet, but I would say stay tuned. Everything that we create is very deliberate. So our lawnmower has what we call skin safe technology and it, it, it's, it optimizes for hair removal on loose skin. And when I tell you loose skin, you know exactly where that is, right? For you, for us men. Oh, uh, we we do, we do. Yeah. Let's not go, let's not go further than that. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's what we optimize for, and and we every time we create something, it's very deliberate and it's very focused because we want to create the right tools for the job. So so our lawnmower has has innovative things such as yeah, USB C has wireless charging, and there's no other trimmer that has wireless charging. Right. It, it also has a, a, a so, light. I, I, I have one. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you there. I, I just want to ask like my biggest thing in my experience, this thing, the thing that pisses me off the most with this, the thing I use now is battery life. That's like the most important thing. And it, it's like an endless struggle with me. Is that like, like is that a focus? Um, well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a standard. It's a standard about an, an hour okay. to 90 minutes, right? Depending, okay. depending on products. But that's kind yeah. of the, the industry standard. But we also have a okay. cradle. So when you're done, it's beautifully designed. If you look at our products, it's beautifully designed. And the, the problem with the battery life is you don't remember to charge it, right? You, you use it and then, and then you put it in the cupboard. For, for us, we have actually have a cradle and a stand where you can put it in there. Yeah, okay. It, it looks beautiful. That's great because the stuff like the like what I use now like I I'll go to use it and like it's dead and I'm just like that's a feel like, and then I got to remember I I'm not gonna remember to plug it in it's like a whole thing it's just annoying and um you know it doesn't take two whatever it doesn't take two minutes you know what I mean yeah yeah anyway sorry I didn't mean to interrupt your question there Aaron Did, you, well I was just gonna say Paul I mean it looks like Paul's got a very nice clean shave on his face yeah. I'm not going to ask. I mean, if you, if you use another product for your face than one a, than a Manscaped product, is, is that what you do, or do you use a Manscaped on, on your face as well? Well, the, the Manscaped products, once again, is opti- lawnmower is optimized for the growing. Um, stay tuned. You, you, we're gonna we're gonna be releasing many other products for the rest of the the rest of the, the yeah the body. yeah. I, I guess like as far as other parts of the body, you can be as specific or not as you want. What what other Thing, areas are you optimizing for? Well, if you look at if you look at other products on the market, you can imagine that Manscaped will, will start to expand into those other okay. those other categories. Okay. okay. All right. I, I I'm I'm excited. I mean, I, I'm into this. This is like a thing that I like. I need in my life. So. Um, very excited to have you on again. Paul Trans, the founder and CEO of Manscaped. The ticker for now is BLTS, but the ticker is going to change. It's going to be MANS. Is that right? MANS. M-A-N-S. MANS. Oh, that's a great The ticker. manliest ticker on Wall Street. MANS. I love it. What, uh, Paul, before we let you go, what's the thing you're, you're most excited about over the next year, two years, outside of, of course, you know, going public and hitting the markets? I, I, I'm really excited that our, our, our customers can potentially now be owners. That's, uh, that's really awesome. We've got a, a, a million active members and uh, you know, they can finally be owners. I think that's really exciting. What about, uh, have you considered venturing out into, I guess, some more personal care products in terms of, uh, you know, maybe like lotions, creams that help with like the after uh, aspect of shaving? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, we have a crop preserver, which is the first of its kind growing deodorant for that area. Uh, and, and once again, when we design products, it's really deliberate, right? The name is fun, but the product is really effective, right? I mean, our, our crop preserver, it applies on us as a, as a, as a lotion, uh, as, but it dries as a powder, right? So as, as, you're, as you're active throughout the day, 
you know, as, as your as athletes, as, as they're running, they get, they get chafing. So with, with our products, it solves that, it solves that issue. Uh, we also have two-in-one shampoo and conditioner. It's a phenomenal product. Um, and body spray, body wash. And once again, let me prove to you the, the deliberateness of how we, uh, how we think about products. You know, like with uh, lip balm, and we just re- we released a, yeah. a lip balm. And, and, you know, dudes' lips get, get chapped too. But we don't want shiny lips. Like guys just don't want to walk around with shiny lips. So we created a lip balm that when you put apply it, it doesn't make your lips look shiny. So that's how we solve routines and problems just for men. You hear that, Aaron? You don't have to have that. So I, I, I need some right now. My uh, lips are me, Now that he's just Call. said that, I'm just realizing Call. that my if, lips if are chapped. You ever, if you ever need uh, you know, some guinea pigs, we're happy. You can send us any product I, out there. I, I will beta test whatever will, you want. We'll, we'll bring it on our show. We'll talk about it. You know, We'd love to be a, a sponsor. I, 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 it, it doesn't have to be safe. It can be dangerous. <laughs> I, I will beta test it, okay? like I, I don't mind like cutting like all... Any parts of them? I will beta this whatever you've got. Count me in. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Put me in. Put me in the beta testing program for Manscaped products. Uh, also, how do you guys come up with the names? Last, last question. Um, you know, it's just our internal creative team, and we we created. Um, you, know, you know, I was yeah. We we we, we have a, a I believe a world class marketing team, and uh, you okay. know we sponsor the UFC. We sponsor. Uh, yeah. you know, I, I, before before I let you guys go, it's it's. It's a funny anecdote. I, I read a, 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 um, somebody messi- um, posted on a, one of our Instagram posts that said uh, a message that said, uh, "Manscaped's the only only brand that can sponsor both drag queens and the UFC." And we're, <laughs> that's, we're so proud of that because it speaks to the diversity and mass market appeal of our products. Yeah, and, and what's incredible about that, about like what you're you mentioning with the internal creative team and the marketing of Manscaped is you're using that to take market share away from these huge players, whether you're talking about Gillette, Phillips. Procter um, Gamble. I, I, I mean, that's exactly what you need to go up yeah. against those big dogs is that strong marketing, that kind of organic growth, which uh, that, that's, the mo- that's the most impressive thing. Uh, again, as someone who, like Spencer, I haven't personally used a product, the marketing itself is like super impressive to me. I, I have one last question. How many razors is too many razors? on Or blades, sorry. How many blades is too many blades? Well, you opinion. know, we don't sell blades yet. We sell electric. We, no, electric no I, I know, I know. I, I would just love your take. How many blades is too many blades? I mean, if you've got if you've got like a year supply or six months supply, that's that's quite a bit. No, I, I meant like you know you got like the four rate, the four blade, the five blade, like the six blade. You know what I mean? Like for oh, the man, yeah, I'm just, just gonna well, keep my, adding blades. To you. I'm just yeah. curious, how many blades is too many blades? <laughs> I, you're clean. You're clean shaving. Three is too many already. Because every single time that you that you that you shave, you're you're cutting yourself. I mean, okay. that's exactly okay. what's happening. Okay. Yeah, you're shaving out the most like outer layer of your skin off. I agree. I actually use I, in the past. I've had those like five blade. Me too. Pro, Pro Glide, and yeah. it's too much. I like to use the cheap disposable like two blade Bic razors. I feel like that's how I get the cleanest shave. Um, so maybe awesome. when you guys do venture into that, keep that in mind that maybe yeah. too, too many too many blades, less is more sometimes, right? Absolutely. You know, and the last thing I'll say is, you know, we. We have some amazing customers where um, we created one pair of boxers for, for, for video. And when we ran it, dudes wrote in um, asking if they can purchase um, boxers. And, you know, we're not, a, we're not an apparel company, but we've sold over 2 million pairs of boxers. And these are Manscaped boxers. And we're, and we're, like, we're super proud of that. Yeah, that's, that's, awesome. that's awesome. And, and uh, I'll, I'll give you one last idea, Paul. 
we're, we're, we're going to a time where people kind of want to go back to the olden days, right? So if you guys put out a Manscaped straight razor, but maybe like put your own cool Manscaped twist on it, like this is mm-hmm. safe, you know, it's safer than a real straight razor to use. Like, I, I think people would, would buy that up. That's a great idea. All right. Paul Tran, founder and CEO of Manscaped, ticker BLTS, soon to be ticker M-A-N-S. Paul, this was the most fun I've had in a hot second, so uh, appreciate you coming on today. I enjoyed it. And we're looking forward to those uh, t- to being guinea pigs for Manscaped. I will, I will guinea pig the crap out of uh, these Manscaped products. As long as I don't have to see it, then I'm really cool. Or we can do a live stream or right. not. Fine, whatever. Ha- have a good one, Paul. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Take care. All right. Uh, while we were on with Paul, some uh, shit just hit the fan. Hey, what? What? All right. If you guys were watching the show yesterday, yeah. Can we get it? Someone, Michael Feehan, some some editor out there. Can we get a clip of this? I go, Spencer. You know what I think is an easy short today? He said, "What?" I said, "Peloton up five percent." I pulled up the Biz Now article and we started talking about it. I mean, come on, guys. You follow me into that short. You follow me he into did. that short yesterday. You're up like a thousand percent right now. You did. Uh, okay, so so here's the thing. Okay, this shit literally just hit the fan just now. So CNBC broke broke the headline here. Peloton is uh, reportedly they have going not con- to zero. No, that's not what they said. Well, I know, but it, it- they said they're halting production of bikes and treadmills because of lowering demand. Stock now halted on a volatility circuit breaker. Let's go to the Signals tool in Pro. Uh, I don't have it open. Let's open up a new tab here. And one of the things I talked about yesterday with with why I was so short Peloton is because if we remember a couple months ago when the company gave guidance, they said their inventory was growing at a time when supply chain issues were causing all manufacturers to not be able to produce enough to keep up with demand. They were going the opposite direction saying, oh, yeah, our warehouses are getting filled up and filled up with bikes. People are like, where are you guys even getting these parts? Oh, wait, it's open parts? now. I'm sorry. Holy crap. Um, it, things are moving fast now. So we just opened up again. Didn't we? I just saw I just saw the signal come through. At, at Did we halt again? We halted again. The, we, we reopened for 10 seconds. Dude. This- we reopened for 10 seconds in Peloton. And now we're halted again for another. So so 10, what is that? Uh, 101.14. 101.14 is when we're going to open up here again. We're talking PTON. Holy, this thing is in freefall mode. And recall there was the headline the other day. I may, it may have even been yesterday. Um, it was... Uh, it was CNBC, but it was it was they were citing a third party firm. I don't remember who um, that had actually gone back and looked looked at the SEC filings and said, "Whoa, these Peloton insiders sold a lot of stock in the last year." Um, this is pretty wild stuff, dude. I mean, this is uh, the fad of all fads, right? You know what I think the beginning to the end is that. The Peloton com- commercial. I, I knew you were going to say that. I knew he was going to say I that. I want to find where that commercial came out in relation to the stock price. I, I'll, I'll tell you when it came out. It was it was 2020, so it doesn't quite hold water. Actually, it may have been 19. Well, it might have been one of those things where it's like any news is good news because the commercial itself like ended up having an incredible marketing impact where everyone in their, everyone was talking about Peloton all of a sudden because of this terrible commercial they put out. Um, but then, of course, a couple months <laughs> so ago, the, the, sex in the, si- the Sex in the City thing... Is Joel Long Peloton? Uh, okay, here, here's a, here's a Joel situation. This was a, a Joel's wife Lisa uh, picked this stock. Okay, um, they they bought this a long time ago. 
Joel has owned Peloton. He owned Peloton all the way up. Let's go to a weekly chart. When did he sell? Or has he sold? No, that's so okay. So that's the so <laughs> so he rode this thing all the way up. Joel has wanted to sell this stock for I for more than a year. I'm not kidding, more than a year. And Lisa always talked him out of it. And no, she didn't talk him out of it. She does not want to sell it. Um so Joel has made a very what I would say is a very wise trade. He has traded a happy marriage for whatever profits he had in Peloton. Those profits are okay. gone. So he set his profits aside to keep his wife happy, which in a sense keeps his life happier. Right, right. Okay. Joel, they still own this. It is a small position. That's so not- on the flip side, he could have, say, an extra few thousand, maybe tens of thousands of dollars, but then an angry wife and a not happy life. Joel does not deserve to take heat for this because Joel has been on the bear train for over a year. I am not trying to throw Lisa. Lisa, I love you. I'm not trying to throw Lisa under the bus. This is her pick. <laughs> Joel does not deserve hate. If anything, Joel deserves our sympathies. I've I've given all my bear cases on this stock, right? What, what is it better to pay $50 a month to have a Peloton or $50 a month to have a gym membership where you can have 20 stationary bikes, ellipticals, Wait. treadmills, weights, everything. I mean, it's this was just the most clear-cut and I will give I will give Peloton this. It, it made sense as a COVID play. There were some stocks that went crazy during COVID that didn't really make sense. <coughs> AMC, um, but Peloton, the move made sense, right? Because people could not go to gyms; they needed alternative at home. I mean, even like even companies like uh, Big Five and and Dick Sporting Goods had great runs during COVID because people were going to these places to purchase weights so that they could work out at home. Um, different things so that they they can stay active while in isolation. Okay, um, so wait, time out here. We are under a minute until they're going to resume. Uh, Sharon, I see you. We'll, we'll bring you on in a second. Um, we just got to deal with this Peloton shit right now. So uh, let's go to a one-minute chart. Wait, why is a firm moving with Peloton? Because, shout out to the chat for pointing this out, a firm is a payments platform used for people to finance their pel- or pay for their Pelotons. Great call. Whoever just threw that out in the chat, Big ups to you, because AFRM is trading down with this news. But let's go back to Peloton right now, because it's about to resume trading. So let's just see what's going on here. I'm going to be so pissed if my guy didn't sell my Peloton. Uh, we're on the one-minute chart. Someone was uh, hypothesizing that the Peloton could be, is like a takeover target from by like Apple or Amazon or something like that. Maybe at these prices, sure. Um, Ooh, I could see Apple doing that actually, because Apple's recently put out like Apple Fitness Plus as as they're with their Apple watches, and you can like sign up for Apple Fitness Plus. <laughs> it, it's honestly, it, I got it for free for like two months when I got my Apple and Watch. And you didn't use it. it. It was so silly. It was like, oh yeah, watch like, I don't even know. It was like okay. access That's to okay. like online workouts. Like I can't just go on YouTube and like look up a right. workout. Here we go. Day. Here we go. Oh man, twenty five. Oh. Oh, look at the volume here. Wow. Oh, they're fighting. Some people are trying to take a stand. Some people are trying to step in front of this right now. Oh, my. Okay. Oh, man, that was fast. Oh, no, no, we're still going. We're still going. Okay. Okay. Wow. That Look at that. No, whole number three. No, I take I, that back. I do, I, I do still own some shares of Peloton. My my uh, my advisor, I told him, I said, I want to get out of this stock. And I am out of it, and it's not a very big holding in my portfolio. But I told wow. him, I said, hey, I want to get out of this stock. And he 
Do, do I hear 24? Do I hear 24 right now? Okay, we were able to make it through the minute. Yep, 24 handle. Wow. This is this is what a free fall looks like. This is what a free fall looks like right now. We just went from 31 to 24 in the span of a couple of minutes. All right, we'll we'll keep an eye out on this. We'll keep an eye out on a firm. But Spencer, yeah. let's go ahead and bring Sharon on because I'm excited for this segment. So if you guys don't know, Sharon is the head of Benzinga's HR. Uh, essentially, so where's Luke? Luke, not, not around. Luke likes to think that he like runs the company. Sharon runs the company. But really, it's Sharon. Um, so <laughs> Sharon's always the one that's often like in your Slack or in your email, like just checking in on this. Also, wait, it is, where's my name? It only says Spencer. Oh, because you weren't here, so I, I took your name off the screen. Sharon, <laughs> what's up? Oh, we can't hear you. We uh, can't hear you, Sharon. Rohan. <laughs> now, can you hear yeah. us? Because we can't hear you. Just check check Thumbs your up if you can hear us. Check, check your mic settings. Um, uh, yeah, make sure you have go to camp on, mic on, on the bottom. On Streamyard, check your mic settings. Oh, she's gonna put on her headphones. Okay, that's a good idea. While she does that, I'm gonna change the name so make it say Spencer and Aaron. Um, keeping an eye on Peloton. So the reason we're bringing Sharon on is the other day Sharon reached out to me and yeah. said, halt, "We're halted again." How do how does one go about opening a Robinhood account? And because oh a lot of our uh, uh, viewers out there are also somewhat newer to investing, we thought it would be a good idea to bring Sharon on and kind of go over some initial steps you can take while you open a, a new brokerage account. Uh, what's what's going on? I don't know. We here. can't hear you, still. Sharon. Check your cam and mic settings. It's at the bottom. The gear. <laughs> She's talking to us like. as if we can hear her. <laughs> Wait, hold on, Sharon. If you want to head over to the right, where we can private chat. See you on the right. You can private chat. Uh, Rohan's talking to you there, or we're trying to talk to you. Okay. So wait, while, while she gets that worked out. So yes. Yeah, so Sharon reached out to Aaron. Why Aaron? I have no idea. Um, and she said, how do, how do I open a brokerage account? So we have some uh, some thoughts here on that. And I actually want to bring up a page um, while we right before we get Sharon on here. Um, we have a lot of reasons. We don't talk about this enough. We have a lot of resources on Benzinga. As far as how to um, oh, do this, so let's bring her back on. Can we hear you? No, we can't hear you. All right, um, Sharon's working on that with, with Rohan. Aaron, can you do me a favor? Can you pull up? Because uh, I, I want to keep Peloton shared, like just in just in case. Can you pull up, please, uh, Benzinga.com? Not pro. Benzinga.com. Okay. And, and share screen. Share, okay. That's what I meant. Share screen. Um. We don't ever show this, but we have a an entire resource center on how to do the very thing Sharon is asking to do. So Aaron's going to share on his screen Benzinga.com. Oh, she says she thinks it works. Sharon? We hear you. Luke, say hi to Sharon. Yeah, we know. <laughs> Luke just has breaking news. Breaking news from Luke Jacoby. Wait, you guys ready for this breaking Lucha Kobe news? All right, I, I've been a bear in this stock for the longest time ever possible, Spencer. You have to give me that. Uh, Luke, Luke wants us to know that Peloton's hosting production. Yeah, we got it. I've been a bear forever. All right. I, I, I get no credit for any of my calls. I said Peloton is, is, is a fitness fad, which is exactly that, a fad. 
All right. Y- you heard it here last. Um, Sharon, how Hi. are we doing? Hi. I'm trying to think what my opinion is on Peloton. Was what, do you have one or have you ever used one? So no. Okay. So I'm not a huge bike person. I'm really into okay. the treadmill, but the treadmill is a little bit more expensive. So I know they brought, brought down the price and it's just, I'm not sure my opinion on that. I feel like it's great, but it's expensive. I don't know. I, I've only ever heard positive things about the product. I've never used one. I never they used pu- one. I know that I know that Peloton had competitors put out um you know comparable products at a way lower price point like very quickly. So if I you mean, love the Peloton treadmill, there'll be another yeah, treadmill that's like that. Yeah, like that like Nau- Nautilus has one, I think. Right. right? And they yeah. have a bike that has like all the same features like you can compete against here for you know I'm, it's kind of a, a copycat world out there, and when people saw the popularity that Peloton had, they were quick to to get another product out there um, that kind of matched Peloton's. And I think for for the price point, I think for where we're going, I don't know. I mean, of course, the stock could get down to a price where it becomes attractive, um, but I think the long term story for Peloton has, has kind of played out. Yeah. Anyway, uh, this is pretty wild stuff. So okay, so Sharon, uh, welcome to the jungle. Uh, you message Aaron. Yes. Because you were like, hey, hey, Aaron, I know you are such a smart, smart young man, and I need help opening a brokerage account. Did, did I get that right? Yeah, that's exactly what happened. That's exactly I, what happened? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was trying, awesome. trying to, you know, play around with a brokerage account, and I was like, do I have to pay for this? How does it work? And so that's, I need help. So let's do this. Uh, I've got up on the screen here, uh, Benzinga.com. We, we, and this is the homepage of our, of our website. And I want to point you all to this section. And Sharon, too, up top, it says personal finance. Okay, this is our resource center. This is our, we call it our evergreen center, where we've got evergreen guides on how to do money stuff. Does, are we talking about insurance? Are we talking about stocks? You're trying to open a brokerage account. You're trying to invest in in art or real estate you're trying to refinance a mortgage we have all these guides here and i want to start with the top one stock brokers okay this is and this is where i will point you to sharon as well uh it's literally benzinga.com hey look there's luke jacoby right there on the top of the screen there uh we we keep these guys updated constantly constantly this is a resource page that we've we made probably a couple years ago luke made it look january 13th 2021 well, that's not when he made it. Nah, I don't know. It's just updated. I don't know. But, but you can see that updated a week ago. Yeah, right? we are constantly staying on top of these pages, making sure that they're the best for uh, users looking for questions like this. Where's the best place to go uh, you know, for a new stock brokerage account? Right. I mean, we, have, we have a million of these. Now, full disclosure about what this page is, and we are, perfect, we are very above board about this. Uh, it, says it, it says it right there on the top. This is our Benzinga Money site. It is a reader-supported publication. We earn a commission whenever somebody opens an account from any of these links. That's a it's called affiliate marketing. It is a tried and true method. This is what this is. Okay, so let's be absolutely clear about that, right? Uh, we we do earn a commission if you open an account through any link on our website. But again, it is just a great resource. Um, and literally the top section, I'm going to close that pop up there. The top section is best online stockbrokers and platforms, which is what Sharon is looking for. So I guess my first question to Sharon is, uh, 
Well, no, maybe I don't, I don't know. What are you looking for? Are, are you looking just to like do some investing and put some money away and never look at it again? Or are you trying to like be like Luke and Aaron and me and you do some YOLO stuff? <laughs> um, first option. First okay, option. So, so Sharon, you are responsibility. The, so, so Sharon took the first step of selecting her brokerage, correct? Yes. Yep. And open an account. All mm-hmm. right. So now the next step. Wait, is, wait. Do do you want to tell us what what account you open and what, and what brokerage? Yeah. We have to. I'm blanking on what. <laughs> I think it was a Robinhood, right? Oh, no, Robinhood. Yeah. Okay, okay, so I either you or me, I, I can share my my Robinhood screen real quick. Yeah, you share it. Um, I'm gonna double check on my screen that that's what I did. Yep. Sharon, you, you, you should definitely remember where your money is. Just going going forward right. as a rule it'll, of thumb. It'll make it a little bit easier. It'll make it easier if you oh, just remember. Robin Hood, check. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Fine. Um, all right. Aaron's, Aaron's sharing his, his screen. Give him one second. Yeah. And um, then so I'm going to show you. So, so th- this is the, and like Spencer said, like first step, determine your goals, right? If your goal is to just, uh, may- maybe you haven't been as active in investing as, as you think you should have been and, and you want to get into that now. Um, right. Everyone's going to have different goals. Some people might just want to be making a few extra bucks each month to kind of supplement their income. Some may be retiring for, or, uh, saving for retirement. Um, so, so it really is all dependent on your goal, Sharon, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to show you some very simple ways to kind of get started that do not take any effort from you whatsoever and will be very, um, very safe. Yeah. First thing, no effort. Second thing, very low risk. Uh, and you can just kind of do this and watch, you know, if you want, here's the best way to do this. We're going to get you set up. And then what you can do is check in on your Robinhood account. I would recommend not checking in on it every day. The only reason you should be checking your brokerage every day is if you are actively day trading in and out of trades. Yeah. If you're just long-term investing, look at your brokerage once every couple of weeks, once a month, maybe even. Um, so Sharon, can you see my screen here? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give you a couple zoom in so we can see what we're doing. Um, By the way, there's no right way to do this. The right way is whatever way works for you. No, this is not the right way. I'm not saying that. I'm saying this is a very easy, simple step to get started that is low effort, uh, proven over time to be a very strong way to invest. And again, will be very safe. So we should check out to see how it goes. Check out. Yeah. Yes. So this is what we're going to do. We'll we'll bring you on once a month and we'll check in on your portfolio. Yeah. So Um, here's what I would do if I were you, Sharon which I'm not you, you're way more awesome than me, but if I were you, this is what I would do. I would take a look at VU, which is the S&P 500. The S&P 500 tracks the 500 biggest companies. Yeah, the 500 largest companies that trade in the US. So we're 500 talking- largest companies. So Sharon, we're looking at the S&P 500 right now. If we go to a five-year chart, I mean, look at this, right? You have the COVID crash right here, but what does the S&P 500 do over time? It, it goes, goes up. It goes up. Um, and so instead of, say you had $1,000 you wanted to invest right now. I would not have you go out and put that $1,000 all in S&P 500 right now. What I would have you do is create a recurring investment so that every couple of weeks, say $100 gets deposited um, every couple of weeks so that over a, a time frame, over a three-month period, you're kind of basing your cost basis out. So what that does for you is that if the market goes down, um, you get in at a lower cost basis. Why can't I buy? Am I, not, I might not be signed in. No, you know what you haven't done is you haven't funded your account yet. Probably. Well, you, you either, yeah, either A, make sure you're signed in or fund your account. So here on VU, Sharon, I'm going to go to recurring investment. Um, I'm going to go ahead, and this is on my account, but I'll go ahead and put, uh, notes. you know, p- 
pick how much each month or ever, or on a biweekly basis you're willing to kind of take out of your checking account and put into your investment account. Or, yeah. So for me, like I'll say, okay, I, I can afford $25 a month. Um, this recurring investment will start on Monday. The frequency will be every month on the 24th, of course. Yeah, of course, if the 24th is a weekend, then it'll automatically do it on the Friday or Monday uh, after buying power you can choose where this buying power is coming from my checking account from bank of america is hooked up here um review order so you will buy 25 dollars of vu every month on the 24th your first order will be uh, on january 24th at 12 p.m eastern submit done now every month 25 dollars will be taken from my checking account straight into my investment account i don't need to look at it i don't need to check it at all and i would have you do Two. I would have you do one on VU and one maybe on VTI, which is the total oh, stock market. I, I, I was going to also give an idea. Or VUG. Yeah, let's hear Spencer's idea. My yeah. idea so so VU, VOO is like the super responsible, simple thing to do. Right? Okay. Should we take uh, a little risk here? VOO, for, for context, VOO, VU is my largest position. Uh, I've got... Uh, of my of my like Fidelity account, I've got like 60%. No, not 60. 40% of my of my account is vu okay that's by i i own more vu than anything else um so we we already like ticked off the responsibility box right the, the simple responsible box let's let's go on to the, to the other end of the spectrum and i think it'd be fun if sharon bought a stock okay if sharon bought a stock that of a company that she uh uses a company that she a product that she understands a product that she uses uh something that she that 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 she that she can relate to in some way shape or form sharon do you have any companies off the top of your mind on. it can be what is that on it's on on i think is the sock o-n-o-n on holding um on Wait. engages in the development and distribution of sports products yeah okay. i like the shoes i never heard i never heard of this guy what's the ticker on 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 i've so, never even heard of that so sharon what you can do because look you can i don't have my sneakers around me right now but i love the sneakers and i've loved them for a while and now they're like a lot more popular so you can absolutely like love a company and a stock can be great wow. and the same thing where like if i bought say apple stock and it's 100 worth 150 dollars a share the next day it could hypothetically go down like five or ten percent so even in investing in a stock, I would recommend, um, you don't necessarily need to do the recurring investment, but I, I would recommend kind of uh, breaking up your entry point over a little bit just to ensure that if the stock does take a big dip, instead of getting hurt by that, you can actually be, uh, you can actually benefit from that dip if you space out your purchases of that stock. And, does, and Does that make sense? Yeah, that's maybe what. The reason I suggested Sharon buy a stock is, and it doesn't even necessarily have to be "quote unquote" a good stock or even a good company. I've never heard of on on. I but Sharon says she loves the products. the The logic behind this is like, to in my mind, buying a stock in a company is probably like the the best way to get your feet wet and to like start learning a little bit. Like, oh, why do stocks go up? Why do they go down? 
I love the product. Why? What? What is that? What does the product have to do with the with the actual business of the company? Is it you know? Are their shoes like their number one best selling product? Is it a, or is it a small part of the company? I have no idea. I don't know, but may, maybe you do. Uh, owning the owning the stock gives you a really good like foot in the door. Pun intended. There. It also can be a good like comparison, right? We can look at your holding in on versus your holding in vu and see how they perform against each other. Um, Picking picking individual stocks really is if you're like if you're not looking to just make fifteen percent a year or whatever you know it's like that's the best way to do it is to find good stocks uh, that you hold over time that go up five times ten times those ten baggers that's how that's how you're really gonna make a lot of money investing it's just inherently more risky than investing in the overall market. So let's do this, and we're not going to do this with money that Sharon can't afford to lose, right? Obviously, Sharon knows that stocks can go up or they can go down. Um, stocks are inherently risky, um, but I would say because she's she's so new with this, let's just buy a very 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 small amount of something. In this case, Sharon, she you knew, you knew, as soon as we said a stock, she had one at the ready. O n o n. I, I like the conviction, and I like the fact that this is a new one for me because I've never heard of it before. Um, so, and, and it's frankly very affordable, right? It's a it's twenty seven dollars. It's not. And know, we've seen a lot of other shoe companies uh, do really well in the market. Like I'm, I'm glad she, I'm glad she didn't say Chipotle because it's a fourteen hundred dollars stock. <laughs> so she picked a twenty seven dollars stock. I'm about that. Um, so. So I would say let's maybe we can buy a couple of shares here, Sharon, and just to, we're not gonna like put all your money in on on or anything, um, but maybe we can buy a couple of shares and just use that and as an entry point and, and and get our feet wet and and that way we've got a responsible thing with V O O and a more risky thing with O N O N, and and, and I, I think that's a decent place to start. What what Sharon, do you have any thoughts about this? No. No. No, I don't think so. I think I think we got a good plan here so far. Yeah, I, I think so too. If if you get to the point where you're ready to make this investment, um, or the recurring investment into Vu, or Vogue, uh, or on on, and you need any help, you know, I'm you can always come back on the show. We talked about, and we're gonna discuss in a month to see. How all right, I'm gonna, I, I, I'm gonna put a recurring thing on your calendar because we I know you're all about the calendar life. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I'll put a recurring thing on your calendar. Okay. When's your birthday, Sharon? January 8th. Dude, it just passed. Oh, that's right. Come on, you didn't know that? I know, I did know. I wished her a happy belated birthday when we spoke the other day. Yeah. I was just going to see when she's, when we were talking about calendars and stuff. I was. What like, happens at, on your birthday with Robin Hood? Anything? Good? They'll probably send you a little something, something. I don't know. <laughs> so you have 51 weeks to look forward to that, Sharon. Woo! Awesome. Let's see, let's see it real quick before we let Sharon go if there's any other uh, like suggestions from the chat. Yeah, chat chat's been on fire today between the Manscaped thing and the Peloton thing. The chat's been on their AAA plus game. It is Elvis's birthday, January eighth, for sure. Whoa. Elvis Presley. Fun fact. Fun fact. Fun fact. Sharon uh is the person that keeps the, 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 the wheels greased here at Benzinga. It keeps us moving, keeps everyone like on like on their toes and make sure that we're 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 being you know responsible and doing the things we need to do um 
And she's very persistent. If you don't respond to her, she is very persistent. There have, been there have been mornings when I've like looked at my Slack, seen like three unread messages from Sharon, and I go, oh no. <laughs> what did I do now? <laughs> um, yeah, awesome. Um, I'm just catching up on the chat. Uh, yes, Justin, she is very lovely. Uh, uh, thank you for. <laughs> no, I haven't gotten into crypto yet. Maybe that'd be another thing. Oh, you can, you can. I'm glad you mentioned that because you can do the very same thing uh, that we want to do with Vu. Set up the recurring investment. Let me share my screen back up with crypto on Robinhood. So, say you like Ethereum or say you like Bitcoin. I would, I would stick to one of those two first, uh, either Bitcoin and Ethereum, and you can do, like I said, the the very same thing set up a recurring investment where i don't know maybe sharing you go ten dollars a month so 120 dollars over the course of a year into ethereum or bitcoin and you just let that keep going who knows maybe that makes you a millionaire one day so here's what we got we got vu we got on on it was there a third thing or no well the third thing is bitcoin or ethereum was it or was there something else sharon i swear there was one other thing vti Oh, yeah, he said VTI. Right, VTI yeah. is also, VTI is, yeah, that's on the responsible side of the spectrum. Yeah. Well, we, we can always start simple and look at adding more positions as we go. So I would just stick to VU, on, on, and then maybe a small recurring investment into crypto. Okay. I'm going to look at all this. Yes. All right, beautiful. Progress. And then once a month, we will bring Sharon on, look at her portfolio, see what's working, see what's not working. Um, you know, we might decide in a month, maybe we should add some more on on, or maybe we'll say, say, hey, we need to cut this. Who knows? But uh, thank you, Sharon, again, for joining us on the show today, bringing Thanks us a new, a new stock idea. I'm on on. Wait, wait. Tell us about the company, Sharon. What, what, what do they do besides the shoes that you like? I literally only like the shoes. Like, I feel like oh. I've been wearing the shoes for the last five years. I've been seeing them. They're becoming uber popular. Everyone wears okay. them now if you go to the gyms. And Everybody wears them. We don't. <laughs> Guys, well, no, th this, that, that's a great, uh, it's really a great way to kind of invest is if you notice something like that, like a trend developing, yeah. like you see more and more people wearing these shoes, you see more and more. Sharon, are you, are you familiar with Aritzia? Yep. So my buddy reached out to me and he was like, yo, like every, like all these girls are talking about Aritzia all of a sudden told me to buy the stock. I didn't. And the stock is up like 40% from when he told me. I'm, I'm going to pull it up real quick. Um, I don't think it's on Robinhood because it's a Canadian stock and it's an OTC stock. Um, but just in the last, I don't know, I'm looking at the chart right now. Just in the last. Wait, like the wait, wait, what's the ticker on that? Sorry. Uh, ATZAF. Here, Spencer a will get it pulled up on, on Benzinga Pro. But this is just an example of something like that where you can wow. notice a trend developing and saying like, wow, this is all over all of a sudden. And a lot of times you'll have a better idea. You'll be more, have your finger more on the pulse of that, of like what the fashion trends are, whatever it is, than these guys that are working on Wall Street institutional right. investors, right? Mm -hmm. Look at that chart. <laughs> right. It's got straight up. So this is one where like, if you would have said it to me a year ago, Sharon, like, oh, people uh, are buying more and more Aritzia. Like you should look at this stock. Like that's a great thing because like I said, like some of these people on Wall Street and stuff have no clue what people, what some of the fashion trends are. Yeah. Cool. Man. Yeah, someone in the chat saying my woman bought Lululemon after the 2008 crash, made bank. There we go. Women know is, is the takeaway here. 
Lisa knew about Peloton. Well, let's not get into that. <laughs> Sharon, thanks for coming on the show today. Talk to you Bye. soon. All right. That was a lot. I that was a lot of fun. This has been a, one of the most fun shows we've yeah, had. Yeah, Carlos is saying bring Sharon off, and we will once a month. Well, at least for now, once a month, maybe yeah. more than that. But um, yeah, I was not expecting to get a new stock pick from Sharon, and, and like me, you, me neither. I've never. I now I'm looking at the website right now, and I have seen these shoes, and I yeah. have to give uh, Sharon credit that I believe I have been seeing like more and more of these shoes. Okay. Um, but I, I never knew this was a stock. And like I said, I'm I'm into shoe stocks because we've seen what Crocs has done, oh. right? Okay, let's let's look at that Crocs chart. Let me bring it up on the screen right now. It, it, it did come off. It did it, it did stop going up. Um, actually, yeah. Wow, that doesn't look great on the weekly. Oh wow, I did not know we have. Right, right. But 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 it was at was above one above one eighty for a hot second there. Um, I I don't know how much of that was uh that was not fun that that was not uh fundamentally driven that was just the market being stupid i think but um yeah crocs was a huge gainer um good call out sharon we appreciate that uh let's take just a quick check up on peloton have we had more halts let's take a look at the signals tool in pro so how many halts do we have we had one two three we had four trading halts uh but the last one what the last halt came at 112 so we we've been we've been trading now for 10 minutes uh, without interruptions, it seems like the the halts are, could be over for the day. We have bounced, um, so that's something. Uh, but this is just this is very rare. You really don't get midday halts like like in the afternoon like that on a on a thick stock on a widely followed stock. Does not happen every week, every month. It really doesn't. Um, this is really just an epic, epic collapse. I, I, I think uh, I just saw someone compare Peloton to GoPro. Yeah, they're really not that different in the sense that they're both like fads. Let's just pull up the GoPro chart. No, I don't want to pull it. I want to compare. I, I want to pull up GoPro separately. GPRL. Let's look, look at this GoPro chart. Right, huge fad. I remember this. It was, it was peaking, right around the time I joined Benzinga, well, a few months before that. But um, yeah, actually, when I joined Benzinga, GoPro was just like trying to come back to that. The, it, it 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 had it had been on this run, and it was trying to get back to the all time highs. And then it just collapsed, and you never got your money back in GoPro. Is Peloton going to be like that? I mean, who can say? We don't know. We don't know the future, obviously. Um, but at, at the rate it's going, it, it looks it looks likely. The biggest thing is at a certain price, at a certain point, Peloton does become an attractive M and A target, right? Some freaking private equity firm, or Apple, or whomever, right? Like that, the, the the biggest the biggest gripe on PTO and has always been the valuation makes no sense, right? It's too expensive. It's not expensive anymore. It is very obviously cheap. Let's look at the let's let's zoom way out here. Maybe cheap is a strong word. Cheaper, come on. There we go. Let's go to a weekly actually. Look. 
You're back to where you were in March of 2020. Two years of gains wiped out. Not today, obviously, but in the last in the last couple of months. Well, last year, really. Um, really incredible stuff. Jason was a Jason was a big Peloton ball three four years ago. Obviously, they weren't public then. I, I believe he traded this thing. I, th- I think Jason made some money on this thing. I think he sold it a long time ago. I hope so. Um, but he was on the Peloton train in like 2018. Um, look, l- l- let's let's be glass half full here, okay? What does Peloton have? They have a great product. I've uh, again slowing demand. Hold on, I'm being glass half full for a second, okay. there, right? A great product, right? Everyone that I've ever heard that has a Peloton loves it, okay? They have, but recur- Victor, Victor brought up a good point. Sorry, I'm gonna let you finish. But Victor brought up a good point. What, that someone a, that someone died? No, <laughs> of a sunken cost fallacy, <clears throat> right? If you pay that much for a product, you're gonna speak highly of it, right? Maybe. Okay. Two. What are they? They have recurring revenue, right? They have subscription revenue. It's not just the bike. You got to pay for the content for the classes. Okay. Um. And then three, they've got like the the, the social aspect, the, the virality aspect of this, right? Um, four, maybe they've got a, a, a. This is actually probably a con. So I was going to say they've got like a a stay at home trend, but that's really more of a negative at this point because we're coming out of that. So, um, although that being said, I don't know about you, Aaron. I know you, I know you go to the gym. I I I stopped going to the gym. Obviously, I didn't go to the gym when I have co- when I had COVID. Um, and I started going to the gym again, and I, I feel kind of weird. I'm not going to lie to you. Maybe going just to, me. You're saying you feel weird going to the gym or not? I feel weird like with Omicron going to the gym. And I just had and I had COVID three months ago, and I'm I'm vaxxed and I'm boosted. But I I don't know, man. I just feel a little weird. I, I'm not. I, I don't feel totally comfortable at the gym yet. So I like. I think, it's, I think going. it's one of those things that you don't go to the gym right now if you're like truly at risk and worried about it. If you're, I don't know, I'm if, just not if, super. If you're like not at like, there's a trade-off, right? Like if you are saying, "All right, I'm not going to go to the gym," and there's obviously other ways to like stay healthy, get get your workout in at home. Um, but I'm willing to take that risk because it's like I want to go to the gym and, and make sure I'm staying healthy. And if I get Omicron, okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I, I I hear what you're saying. Yeah, I'm just not, and I, I'm not trying to work out in a mask, frankly. Oh no, never. I, I I'm not I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna like do anything that physical exertion in a mask. Sorry. So like, I've gone to the gym like only a handful of times in the last, um, well since October, so in the last three months, and each time I go, I'm like, I don't know, man. I just can't, I can't get comfortable. So that's just me. Maybe it gets better in the spring when it gets warmer and Omicron hopefully maybe goes away. I don't know. But so as my point in bringing that up though was like as long as like pe- pe- there are people like me out there, theoretically gyms aren't back. Theoretically that's good for Peloton boat. But okay, so those are the pros. What are the cons? Well, it's a very high-end product, right? It's always been that way. Cons are um, it's probably never going to get better in terms of demand than it did in the summer and fall of 2020. Spring, summer, fall of 2020. It's probably never going to get back to that, those demand levels. Um, just, thank you, Voodoo. That's helpful advice. Um, so just, just don't, don't sniff the used towels. I'll try not to next time. Um, 
uh, so slowing demand, right? It, it's not just that demand is never coming back. It's that demand is actively slowing. Um, this is not unique to Peloton. Obviously, every every company that benefited from COVID is, is seeing that slowing demand. They pulled a lot of their demand forward. Disney Plus, Zoom, right? Etsy, Peloton. That's in that group, right? Um, so... That's where we're at, right? I, we, we saw the report that they hired McKinsey. They're going to do some cost cutting. Um, this is now this is now a, um, a situation where if you're in Peloton, well, I always say there's two, there's two times to sell, right? When you've reached your target on the upside or downside or when the thesis changes. These are the kind of headlines that change the thesis, right? Headlines like hosting production, that's a that's a thesis changer right there. If you're in the stock, I know it's painful to take losses, but sometimes you just have to, okay? You, you, you just have to. That's just the way it goes. Um, and if you're short the stock, congratulations. I guess I, I guess I would takes them off the table if you if you're it down this hard there's, there, there, there's no sense in uh if you've been in peloton this whole time and you haven't gotten out over the past six i don't months, know what don't to what, tell i don't, I don't know, know what, what to, you've been doing i don't know, I don't what, know what, what you've been you. looking at or yeah. um i don't know what to tell yeah you, and i i i when i was talking when we were talking about this yesterday i said i thought it was very bearish that they were bringing mckinsey in right spencer gave me the you, the, you did say that give, gave me the kind of devil's advocate like hey look the market doesn't care if you're going to improve bottom line yeah. and there are probably companies that are in a good place in a growing state that do bring in consultants but for me I don't know. I don't think you do that. I don't think you pull in the big dogs like McKinsey if everything's like golden roses, right? You do that if you're in a dire state. Um, and that's how I read into it, at least. And I know there's uh, there's always like the other side of the argument and cases where, oh, I'm, I'm sure you can show, find me a company that brought in McKinsey 10 years ago and their stock has gone up 1,000% since then. I'm sure that's happened. I don't know, maybe not a thousand percent, but yeah. um, you get the you get the gist. You get my point. That I'm sure there are companies that come out of that consulting stronger than before. Um, uh, Melanie, uh, on this comment, I'm going to go ahead and rule out Lulu. No, I'm not go. I don't think so. I think Lulu said in the past they do want to get into. They already did. Oh, they bought Mirror and then they wrote it down. Wrote or or down. they wrote they wrote it off. Did they wrote it off or they wrote it down? I'm not. I'm not gonna write off Lulu. I think Lulu. Let's check their. No, no, no. Okay. How, how much Lulu bought Mirror for? Like 500 mil. Let's that's check. that's the, a drop the, in the bucket for Lulu. No, it isn't. 500 million dollars. Lulu Lemon writes. Let's Google. Ruru, uh, Lulu, uh, wrote down their Mirror acquisition because they paid 500 million dollars for it. This is this is a not that long ago, and they wrote down that acquisition. What's uh, Peloton's market cap right now? Hold on one second. I'm I'm looking up this Lulu thing. Um. Da, 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 da. Oh, they slashed their outlook for their mirror sales by half last year. My point is, Lulu already went into this game. They already paid up for a connected fitness company they're not doing that again that's why that's why i uh 
said that. It's a good suggestion. I don't think that I don't I don't think Ruby would go down this road again. Um, Apple, I could see. Apple, I could see. Amazon, I could see. Um, who else makes sense here? I don't know. That's kind of it. Top of my head. Do we have any any other ideas here? And, and this becomes a problem, right? Because uh, if you're long Peloton and you think, oh, it's a, t- it's a takeover target, and maybe you end up being right, that takeover target, maybe we're talking 30, 30 bucks, 40 bucks, 50 bucks, and you're in it from 60, 70, 80. So that's where, that's where being long becomes a problem. Don't, don't bank on a takeover because th- there's no rule that they have to take it over at your price or, or higher. Um, wait, I see Raz in the chat. Raz, I, I recall you riding Peloton on the way up. I, I think you sold it. Oh, Nike. Oh, Nike is, yeah. N- Nike is a good suggestion. I think Apple, if I had to bet wait. on any, it'd be Apple right now because Apple is already investing in their Apple Plus Fitness. I think this would be in line with what the company's trying to do. All right, and so we know Apple, more so than any of these other companies, has a bunch of cash on the balance sheet. Nike market cap of $230 billion. Um, you know, cash on hand of... Uh, of ten billion, what's Peloton's market well, cap? Here's, here's ten how, billion. Like here's how dumb we are. No, I'm not. I shouldn't say we. I, I will just speak for myself. Here's how dumb I am as a consumer. Yeah. Nike buys Peloton and and calls it like a Nike bike. I'm way more likely to buy it. <laughs> I'll immediately. I'll go out and buy that all day. In fact, my my uh, Apple Watch is a Nike Apple Watch, and it is. I kid you not. It's just a normal Apple Watch, Spencer. <laughs> Look at this. It's just got a little Nike symbol on the thing. But I, I, I wanted this one because it was the Nike one because I guess I have such a, a strong like brand affinity for Nike in my head that because it has a little Nike symbol on the band, which here, should I get up to the camera so I can see what I'm showing? Uh, if you want, yeah. Rohan, can we zoom I'll in? Where, can can we zoom in on Arundel Fest? It's literally the smallest little Nike symbol on the wristband, and that's the only difference between... Uh, yeah, wait, where's the office cam? I don't uh, know. I don't know. Rohan is... Anyway. There yeah. it is. There it is. Oh, nice, Rohan. So right. Yeah, you can see it at the bottom there. Yeah, right next to the little Apple thing. There's a little <laughs> Nike symbol. That's the only difference between this and a normal Apple Watch. But I wanted it because it's got the Nike logo on it. Um, I told you that I read the book, right? Uh, Shoe King by Shoe Dog. Shoe Dog by. Yeah, you want to borrow? If you want to borrow, Knight? you can. Yeah, Phil it? Knight, the founder of Nike. It was one of the best books I've read in a very long time. I read it over um, uh, the Christmas break. I ripped through it in like two days. Like yep, and not, then right. not, not kidding. Yeah, so Affirm is the company that allows you to finance per, to yeah. finance your Peloton. So when you're buying it, say fifty dollars a a month, um, that's through Affirm. So because I guess what the idea is that people are going to be buying less Pelotons, right? So Affirm right. is exactly Affirm gets paid on those transactions. So uh, people obviously no one, I mean, I know most most people are not. Paying for a Peloton, maybe straight up, you know, in cash, they're 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 doing the buy now, pay later thing, and and that's a firm's business. So fewer transactions. I'm not really sure what. I'm sure Peloton's uh, Peloton. I'm sure is a small piece of of a firm's pie, um, but that's that's a big part of the of the Peloton purchase, right? Is is the fact that you can do it. Hey, Rohan, Mike Moffat saying my mic needs more. Yeah, that's good to know. Mike sounds like he's got some production. You guys do have a compressor on your mics, but um, 
I mean, I just fed it a little bit more gain. I thought you guys were pretty loud. Okay, I, I think I, after thinking about this for a minute, I'm all in on the Nike train. I'm all in on Nike buying Peloton. I think that makes like too much sense. But if you're Nike again, it's like, at what price? You know, because you're basically, you know, whoa, you're basically uh, buying a falling asset at this point. So. So Emily Emily makes up a good point. She says she doesn't want to go back to the gym. I don't want to touch someone else's hand, touch on machines, which is what you were talking about. Yeah, Spencer. yeah. I just I don't. I think even for at home equipment, there's are other options out there that are that are more uh, cost effective than than Peloton right now. What I want to do, Spencer, is I want to create like a graphic, like an infographic that sh shows the Peloton chart. And then we insert news items like on the way down. Like here's where Peloton announced it was lowering the price of its uh, base model. Which again, mm -hmm. if you're a company lowering the price of your base model, what that tells you is that that model is not flying off the shelves. They don't do that. The comp companies will not lower their prices if the demand is there. They lower the prices if the demand is not there. Yeah, well, uh, the, don't the, the next go down. the next news item, right? Uh, we're overstocked with inventory. Meanwhile, everyone else is having supply chain issues. We have too much inventory, right? That came a few weeks after the, the price cut. Uh, the, the most recent news item, we're hiring McKinsey. Again, another sign of a company that's in a, in a position where uh, they need to, to change things up, need to do something. You don't go out and do that unless you really need to. Um, so we, sh we should do that, Spencer. We'll take a look at like the different news items on um, Peloton on, on its trade down and that shows you why why this news is actually important like you can't be a stock trader you can't be an investor and not be keeping up with this news which is what we're all about here at benzinga you get benzinga pro for our advanced news feed you need it if you're going to be in the markets every day yeah that's exactly right um it's 143 here we we i guess in theory Aaron, we could also wrap up a few minutes so we don't have any more guests for the day uh and again no roadmap because chris is out of town so we're going to be uh, taking a break until at the close. Um, and I have some planning to do for some upcoming special shows uh, that I want to talk about. Speaking of, speaking of special shows, um, I, would, I want to give a plug here. Uh, we don't often do weekend programming here on Benzinga, but we have a, a, a weekend event this coming Saturday. I'm going to bring up the page right now to tell you all about it. It's called our Benzinga Boot Camp. We do them every single month. It's a full day event specifically for traders. It's every month on the third Saturday. So you, you can just put it in your calendar. Every month on the third Saturday. I'm going to share the screen right now. It's All you got to do is go to Benzinga.com slash events. That gets you to this page that I'm on right now. Benzinga.com slash events. Um, here is what you will get. Okay? It's, again, it's an all-day thing. It's 9 to 5. All day. You get... Neil Hamilton. Yeah, yeah, we get a lot of requests for Neil. He will be there. Hot Stocks Luke will be there. Now we're talking just education, all day education. Not like here's a hot stock to buy right now. It's like, no, like teach, teaching you how to fish, right? So we, we've got uh, Danny Devon. We've got Mark Petrino. We've got Danielle Shea, Anne Marie Band, Andy Cole. We, these are names, people you see on our channel that are professionals. They do this for a living. Right. By the way, uh, this this power hour is going to be a lot of fun. Okay, so um, should should point that out. Um, it's it, the theme for Saturday. I should mention is options. That's the theme of the day. It's options, options, options. Um, this is not. Uh, 
And by the way, you yeah. don't have to be an options trader right. uh, to gain something from this this boot camp. One of the things we'll be talking about is kind of how a long term as a as a long term investor, how you can employ options to to protect and hedge your long term investments. Right? Mm -hmm. um, we're not saying the point of this boot camp isn't everyone should go out there and start trading options all the time. No, it's about like how how is the best way for you and your personal goals to use options yes. um, because there is a use for them no matter what you're trying to do with investing. Yeah, so this is, I was gonna say, this is not a, a show in event that's gonna be like freely available forever, right? You do need to sign up and you, you, it is free. You can RSVP for free right there. But it's not, it's not like the recording is just always, is, it's not like this show, right? Like you, you can watch this show whenever you want on YouTube. It's not gonna be like that. You do have to sign up if you, if, 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 if you can't make it the whole day live or whatever, and that's fine. If you sign up, you'll get the recording. But it is free. Click that button. It says RSVP free right there. Fill out the, the email and the number and all that stuff. Uh, and then you're good to go. You will get an email with instructions on how to join this Saturday. But again, 9 to 5, all day, options education. Um, Aaron and I could both use some more of that. So um, maybe we should be there. Check it out. Oh, Melanie with, with another interesting call. Planet Fitness. Do do, yeah. do do we think that makes? I don't know. Sense? I don't know if Pla I don't know if Planet Fitness has the capital for that. Honestly, it might not. And they've been spending a boatload of money on on marketing. Uh, but but one of Pel Peloton was supposed to improve its B two B business. Like they were supposed to sign huge deals with Planet Fitness. With uh, who are some other big national gym brands? Lifetime. Right. Lifetime used to be a publicly traded stock, and it's not anymore. To my knowledge, this was the only one. The only publicly traded gym stock? I think so. Gold's Gym? Is that not a stock? No. Okay. Um, I can't think of any. I wonder what goes into that decision of going private or going public to private. Uh, very simple. Do you get it? Do you, do you get an offer that's too good to refuse? Okay. <laughs> um, so, like, do you think that was the case with Lifetime? Because it seems to me like they've grown a lot. Are you in a downtrend and you get a buyout offer? Uh, is it a hostile takeover? Does the board just want? Does, is the board fed up with being a public company, right? Board board wants you to go private. Too much volatility, right? For 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 your for your liking, you can go private. Way less volatility on the private market. Um, yeah, that's basically it. Um, sometimes you get sometimes you shop yourself. You, you know you're looking for a buyer. Sometimes you get an unsolicited bid. Happens all the time. Um, all right, good to know. Yeah, uh, Robert, I guess body is one good call. I, forgot, I did forget about them. B O D Y. These fitness trends, they are they are exact. Whoa, body's under two dollars. Oh my gosh, dude. Big. I we I want to do a uh, body's under two dollars. Uh, fitness trends are exactly that. They're trends. I always think about Fitbit. Fitbit IPO'd at a ten billion dollar valuation and got bought for two. Dude, they just got screwed by Apple. They they had they were the leader. Well, actually, so Fitbit actually ripped a lot of its tech from this company Jawbone. I I I almost I was gonna buy Jawbone years ago. I ended up buying a Garmin instead. I did, I bought a Jawbone, yeah. and when it was like the first, uh, literally like all it did was track my steps. 
Yeah. And like activity a, like throughout the day. Just a pedometer, right? Yeah, in yeah. like 2014 or 2015, but I thought it was pretty cool. And it was actually a pretty cool like device. And I liked wearing it on my wrist. And then Fitbit kind of took a lot of what um, Jawbone was doing and, yep. and made it better. And then Apple said, hey, look, we can do this and put it in a sleek little Apple watch. And it's like, why, why would anyone go out and buy a Fitbit right now when you can buy an Apple watch that has all those capabilities plus more? I guess it's a higher price point. Um... Oh, Melanie's asking a good question, Spencer. Hold on, in one second. Uh, Melanie asks, what happens to as a shareholder when your public company gets bought out? You you get paid. You get a check, basically, is is what it not an actual check, but like they they, they will just buy they'll buy you out. Your your broker will just go into your account. Um, you know, whatever the price, whatever the takeover price is, um, they will just give you that, you know, they will just exchange your sell your uh your shares for that price, and that's that. And then you and you get it, it'll go and has cash into your account, and then you you no longer own the stock. That that's it. Yeah, Mike, I I agree. I don't know what is going on, but it seems like a lot of times I'll say something, I won't take my own advice, and then it happens. I'm sure that if yesterday I would have bought Peloton puts, like I said, I, it would not have. This news would not have came out today, and I would have lost a lot of money on those puts. Pretty wild stuff. But next time, Mike, I, I make a call like that, I promise you I'll, I'll follow my uh, wait, I'll follow my advice. Wait, why does Pebble ring a bell? What was what is that? It rings a bell to me. I don't I can't place it though. Um Was Pebble also one of those fitness trackers? Is that why I'm thinking about it? Oh, you wanna know a funny story about Fitbit? I I, oh, I had a Fitbit and, and it broke after a year and I was very, very pissed off about it. I'm still mad about it. So my funny story is, uh, I think it was about a year or two ago, maybe two years ago. Um, it was for my mom's birthday or Mother's Day or something. I was at Sam's Club, um, and they had a Fitbit like package, and it came with a, a, the newest Fitbit model and a, a smart scale. And I, I, I bought. I bought what my- is a smart scale? It like Sorry. connects to your it connects to your phone and Who Fitbit cares? and you can okay. see you can track your weight and all these other metrics. I don't know. Either way, the deal was really good on the on the package the the two Fitbit products. So I got it for my mom because I knew she would dig the Fitbit, which by the way she wore like every day for two straight years. And but I had to give my I had to give my mom like this present. And I was like, by the way, like one part of this present, I'm not. Uh, I'm not trying to say anything. Like it just came with it, because you know I didn't want to like be rude giving her a scale. Give your mom a scale. Yeah, I would have yeah. gotten beat. So, some just gifts, some, she, some, mom, some mom gifts you have me. to qualify. Right, know? I had to qualify. That's exactly what I had to do. I had to like preface it by be. And she was so confused. She was like, "What do you mean?" Like, and then she opened it and she she understood exactly what I was saying. Okay. Because if I just gave her that without prefacing it, she'd be like, "Why the? Why are you giving me a scale? No, like, what dude, are you trying to tell me?" Yeah, it's the same way. So I kind of had something similar recently with my. Beyonce, like she had like a really crappy toothbrush, uh, and I was like, I was like, I want to buy you like a like for like for like Hanukkah. I was like, I'm gonna buy you like a nice like Philips toothbrush, but I had to be like, listen, this is not a statement about your teeth. This is just me wanting to buy you a nicer toothbrush. <laughs> but I'm not, I'm not saying your teeth are bad or they're yellow or you smell. It's just you need a nicer toothbrush. Yeah, it's like how how do you gift your girlfriend a gym membership? No, it's hard. It's difficult. It's <laughs> difficult. Um, so I had to be. I had to like. Pre- actually, I, I bought her something else too because I was, I felt so bad. 
It's like this is this that's is like good. my gift to you. Yeah, that's funny. So yeah, um, I had to I had to I had to couch that one. Um, anyway, uh, so again, Benzinga.com slash events. Seriously, Benzinga. I'll put it up on the screen. Benzinga.com slash events. There it is. Yeah, I agree, Christian. That's how you. That's how you lose a girlfriend. Yeah, by buying her gym membership. Yeah. Check out the link right there on the bottom to sign up for our boot camp this Saturday. Free all day. Be there or or don't be there and and miss out. And that, that that's the other option. Um, yeah. Okay. I'm glad I'm not the only person that that's had bad experiences with 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 fitness trackers. I've got this Apple Watch that I did not pay for. It was it was a gift. To my someone in my family got it for free, basically. So. She just gave it to me, um, and uh, it's been fine. But I, I went through. I had a Garmin, and I had a Fitbit, and they both broke after a year. So I'm glad I'm not the only person that had problems there. I, I, so I didn't go out and buy my Apple Watch yeah. on my own. It's one of those things that like I was gifted, and I love yeah. now, and I probably would not have bought for myself. Um, but now that I have it, I use it every day, and I love it. I don't. I gotta admit, I, I wear this every day. I don't. What do you? I don't really use it. What do you use it for? Like it's a watch. But besides that, I don't. So I, don't really I actually use my Apple watch because I because I didn't buy the watch. I splurged and pay the ten dollars a month to have cellular data on my watch. So if I leave like my phone in my car or something, and you call me, Spencer, I can actually like answer my phone call or text you back oh, off my phone, which shit. or off my watch, which I always thought was like the stupidest thing about an Apple Watch is like, what's the point if it has to be bluetooth connected to your phone so i could even like go for a run leave my phone at home connect my airpods to my apple watch mm. and not even have my phone on me and be like listening to music off of it um but i do think all the fitness aspects of it uh you know med you know tracks your heart rate steps activity calories burned all that it is very um very useful for someone if you're like trying to stay active take sure. care of yourself sure all right it's 155 um Aaron, should we just hop? Because we don't have a show coming up next, so I feel like we we can just hop off early, and that'll be no one will get mad at us for for bailing. Um, but we have had a, whoa! Congratulations, Easy Mike, um, on the wedding of the marriage of your uh, your, your daughter. Um, we we had a I had a blast today. You know, we 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 talked to. Uh, Talk to Manscaped. Um, I've been informed that some products are on the way. Uh, for that, let us know what you what what you think we should do on the on the Manscaped front. Should we do a uh, a, a review? Um, well, we got to get the products first, right? Uh, Five hundred likes and we shave AB's head. <laughs> what? Wait, what's wrong? What was that? Five hundred likes and we shave AB's head. Five hundred likes and we shave I AB's head. I asked. The boss, if I was allowed to shave my head, and she said no. Sharon. Yep, Sharon. <laughs> if, if we, if we get a if we get a thousand, we'll do his eyebrows. <laughs> oh man, that'd be bad. I'd rather shave my head than my eyebrows. I think. Um, I've always thought about that. Like how weird. Like I don't think it's one of those things that you'd notice, but like how weird would someone look just without eyebrows? I've I've seen it. It looks weird. Well, yeah, but like they, usually you see it if they have like alopecia, so they don't have hair anywhere. No, no, I've seen people that shave their eyebrows. Like a full head of hair and then just no eyebrows. Uh, he had a very short hair. Okay. So yeah, he like he had, he had a buzz cut. 
Anyway, I, um, I have a question for the chat. But wait, are we getting a, a man, Manscaped product? I've been told. To I was informed that the products are on the way. Is all I was told. Sp- Spencer, put your headphones on. I can hear you. Okay. Okay. Fine. I, I have a question for the chat. Um, drop a one in the chat if you guys would be interested in a new show from Benzinga being uh, like a casual end of the week like video podcast that's much more of us just like hanging out, playing games, not so much stock talk. My idea for it is call it like market close with Benzinga or something like that. But it'd be like more of just like a personality. We'll have fun. Drop a one for that. Two if you're like, eh, pass. Curious what people say about that. In the meantime, I want to thank all of our guests today. Uh, thanks to uh, Paul Tran. Thanks to Sharon. Thanks to Vivi. Thanks to Luke. Um, we need to trivia today. We'll do trivia tomorrow. By the way, I missed Luke's segment. Did he give any good hot stocks? Yeah, he gave a few. He like he his new one. He, he's going back to the the, the to well lots? here. He's going back to the Leslie's. Oh, he's back on that Leslie's train. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's that was one that uh, Raz and Lou like Raz was dead on with the the story right that people were building houses people were even people that weren't building houses were building pools in their houses um, and the stock had a great run I believe that was from like last March to yeah it ran like twenty percent and since has been trading lower but we're getting back to that time of the year right this could be one of those cyclical plays where as we get into spring and summertime uh, more more pool supplies chemicals all all that is being sold so. I think I can get behind that. All right. He also hate, he hated uh, TIGR. He hated that one. Tiger? Yeah. Tiger brokerages? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's up 10% today. How's Hood doing? I don't look. I was seeing Hood. Uh, someone was saying Hood is a buyout target for Goldman Sachs mm. and Marcus. I, you know, obviously, we don't know anything. We're not on the inside. Um, I don't know. Oh, Justin wants Wordle. Oh, shoot. I started the Wordle, and I wait. Did I finish Wordle? I might thing? have already played today. So I honestly like forget. Oh, you know, I I did play today. Sorry, I, I we'll, we'll do it tomorrow. I forgot. I I played it this morning, uh, when I woke up. Um, it was a tricky one. Anyway, um, what was I saying just now? I don't even remember where I was going with that. Oh yeah, uh, Goldman Sachs Robinhood. It's not very often that you can just straight up buy the amount of growth that Robinhood has. Um, I, I, I don't know. Let's see, Morgan Stanley bought E-Trade. Schwab bought TDA. There's not a lot else out there. Very few retail brokers out there that have the size of Robinhood. I guess on paper it makes sense. I don't know. It's not a bad idea. Anyway, it's 2 o'clock. We're going to hop off here. Please hit that like button, everyone. I'd appreciate that. And um, we'll see you guys tomorrow. We'll do some trivia. We'll do a guess that chart segment. Don't worry about that. We haven't done one all week. Um, we have Tim Quast joining us tomorrow. We have Andrew Marsh from Plug Power, ticker PLUG, on the show tomorrow. Very exciting. We have Greg King, the founder of a company called Osprey Funds. They offer super, ah. super low cost, super low cost um, crypto um, uh, securities, uh, like Bitcoin and Ethereum. Not the coins, but funds that give you exposure there. So that'll be on tomorrow's show. Uh, hit the like button, everyone, please, and thank you. And um, have a good rest of your day. I'll catch you guys in an hour and a half. We're at the close.